Square Media Station. Kevin Miller mornings. Sean Hannity afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio 1075 FM 580 AM KIDO Nampa. Fox News Now. A lot of Americans are struggling financially. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. 58% of consumers are having to go into debt, borrow money, or use their savings to cover their expenses. That is in a new National Retail Federation survey. Fox's Hillary Barsky says it's happening at a time when inflation is surging at a 40-year high, and Americans more and more are clipping coupons and finding ways to save, going to discount stores. The Federal Reserve has raised a key interest rate three-quarters of a percent trying to drive prices down, though that will cost us more to borrow money and pay credit card debt. Nine in ten people in a new Fox News poll are saying that gas prices are a financial hardship. And while regular is down a fraction today, AAA still has the national average at 5.01 a gallon. And diesel did hit a new all-time high today. President Biden has written a letter urging refiners to produce more gas and diesel, claiming their profits are surging. Mike Summers, CEO of the American Petroleum Institute, just told Fox he wrote back this morning. The truth of the matter is, is that we're down in terms of refining capacity since the beginning of the pandemic. But one of the big reasons that we're down is because of increased regulatory pressure on American refineries. That's, uh, again, the Mike Summers, who's the CEO of the American Petroleum Institute. Very young children may soon be getting jabbed. An FDA advisory panel is recommending smaller doses of Moderna's COVID vaccine for kids six and under. And Pfizer's for those younger than five. But both the FDA and CDC still have to give final approval to that. The FDA notes more children are getting seriously ill due to newer COVID variants like Omicron as compared to earlier versions of the virus. The CDC's expert panel meets this weekend. Fox's Evan Brown, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the president's COVID advisor, has COVID now, mild symptoms. America's listening to Fox News. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference KIDO Talk Radio. This KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic and weather together. Let's get you to work safely and on time. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio traffic now. I-84 East and Westbound. We're looking pretty good even through that construction zone in the Canyon County area. No major problems to report there. Construction continues on Highway 44 State Street between Highway 16 and Linder. You'll see lane restrictions there. When you buy your car from Fairly Reliable Bobs, you get parts and service at cost for as long as you own the car. Fairly Reliable Bobs, right on the corner and right on the deal for over 47 years. 
Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. It's finally going to feel a little bit like summer today. We're going to be looking at sunny skies and highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. Their lips are moving. They're probably lying, but you're doing a fine job, Kevin. You are the man for freedom of speech. Every your community voice, Kevin Miller. Yeah, I can't even think. I'm so mad at times. It's the freaking liberal nutcases. On KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. Uh, some days you just, by the way, good morning, Kate Millie in the morning uh, on KIDO Talk Radio. Some days you just think to yourself, my goodness gracious, is there any good news to talk about? And I'm very sensitive to that because at night uh, when myself and Mrs. Miller and little Maggie Miller and Busty Miller are all sitting there around something antiquated that your parents and grandparents, little kids, true believers, call the television. No, we we don't watch the pad. We don't watch the the video screen. We gather around in a room, and we have nobody has their you know individual screens. We're all just sitting there uh, looking at our phones and uh, watching television, which is. You know, usually Fox News, uh, you know, I'm highly sensitive to this, especially with this program, because I'm sitting there listening to Tucker uh, Whale Away or um, Jesse Waters, and and you're going, man, this is like beating my head against the wall. And then I think of you and think this is what it must be like uh, when you listen to me sometimes. So what we try to do is we try to add a little levity. We try to add a little humor. We try to do whatever we can to, to give you a, wow, that's out of the things that make you go, hmm, category, if you know that song. And if you don't, I highly su- suggest you take a look at it on YouTube. So where do we begin today? How about, uh, well, tickets to the Boise Music Festival, uh, caller 10 at 580-5436, 580-KIDO. And in honor of former Ada County Commissioner Diana Lasciando, when you hear this. Come on, everybody, get up and sing and dance with us. Well, nobody did. But anyway, if you (laughs) just kidding, a lot of people voted for her. Um, If when you hear that, just give us a call. Call her 10. We're going to let go easy on Bo this morning at 580-5436. A lot of people winning the Boise Music Festival tickets, which is great, wonderful, outstanding. So appreciate uh, the opportunity to give away those tickets. But uh, let's start with an article that I posted yesterday. And it uh, has to do with uh, law enforcement and just how dangerous it's becoming for local law enforcement. Now, I would hope that the, the people, the little kids in the media or the big kids in the media that uh, know of talk radio that are looking for something that isn't just regurgitating what they put on their television stations or what's in the newspaper, that means they're listening to this program, would uh, would do something, do a story. Well, Kevin Miller, if you pay attention, we did a story two months ago. They need to do another story on the dangers of law enforcement in the Treasure Valley. The dangers of law enforcement in our area. 
You know, last week it was the carjacking, the road rage. You've got the suspect, the perp, still in in the in the hospital. When he gets out, he's going to be charged. Then you have this shooting in Star, Idaho. And Star is what Idaho's most Second Amendment friendly city. And now you've got uh, apparently this guy. The officers try to talk to him, and then boom, boom, boom. Guess the guy's dead right there by the Star Merc. Well, Kevin Miller, I've never been to Star, never going to Star, don't care about Star. Star is a very small town. You've got uh, the Merc, you've got uh, Bernil's old place, you've got uh, a couple of other things, but. You know, one thing you don't do in Star is you don't uh, disobey the police and you don't speed. You can always tell the new people or people just passing through because that speed limit in Star, it's enforced very efficiently. I can tell you that. Anyway, in all seriousness and all candor, at 580-5436-580-KIDO, you think about what it takes to be a police officer. And we have some people on this program, Lee Joe, <laughs> that will go, well, they've exceeded their authority. And what was it yesterday? Somebody was calling in and saying, I think it was Patriot Paul. Yeah, it was. Uh, urging the sheriffs to not obey the, the orders. Well, when you start, when that starts happening, then you have anarchy because you don't have a system. Kevin Miller, the system is corrupt. Yeah, I, I, I probably some of it is, but it's the system that keeps everything regulated. And now that we've had that um, sidebar, courtesy of the people's rights, back to why it's important to support law enforcement. Uh, law enforcement has been through the ringer, not only in this state but across the country, thanks to Joe Biden and thanks Obama. You know this whole goofy effort of mercy, Boku. Defunding the police is just plain stupid. And that we're going to, the police, they're, they're not sensitive. The police aren't paid to be sensitive. They see us at our worst and they have to be at their best. And that's tough to do. Heck, this show, I'm hardly at my best. Um, sometimes I'm at my worst. Sometimes all of us are. But there's no safety net for law enforcement officers. They have to go in and deal with the unthinkable. So here you have a shooting in Star. A man is dead. You have the carjacking, the police chasing people. And this is not Mayberry RFD anymore. This is an area where you have dangers. And then we've heard, of course, in Napa and Canyon County and Ada and everywhere else, you've got uh, the gangbangers, the thugs, the taggers, the malcontents uh, trying to take over. And what was it uh, Mrs. Miller told me? They're calling Star now Star Angeles. Right, because of all the people from California. Uh, you know, you could call it Idaho Angeles. You could call it Ida Formula or whatever. But, uh, you know, just a note before we get going on the calls that, you know, and I, and I say this in this article just to, uh, if you want to, and if you're shy like me, maybe you don't do that, but maybe you buy him a cup of coffee. Maybe just say thank you, officer. Or when you get pulled over, you get, uh, you know, you, you don't smack them so much. You just take the ticket. All right, what's going on across the country, Jeff Manasso? 
Fresh off a slew of endorsement wins in Tuesday's multi-state primaries and the 45th president keynotes the Road to Majority 2022 conference in Nashville that mm. runs through Saturday aimed at the Faith and Freedom Organization says at empowering conservative activists to fight for their values at the polls and in the public arena designed to forge a path toward a pro-family majority. It's former President Trump's seventh time addressing the Faith and Freedom Conference. He'll speak alongside other Republicans, including candidate for U.S. Senate in Georgia, Herschel Walker. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. No, uh, when Herschel Walker was playing at the University of Georgia, they called him Hushel. Hushel. Um, other big news, obviously, you're seeing this in your 401ks. You're seeing this in your IRAs. You're seeing it everywhere. It just stinks. The Fed... Drops the big one. Apparently, they've lost all control. Not looking good for the Fed, and the stock market is tanking. And Joe Biden says, hey, this is great. Uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell warns there will be more economic damage before inflation comes down from a 41-year high. That's at 8%. Really, right now, it's at 10%. As Republicans blame Biden's spending for forcing the biggest hike in interest rates since 1994, 0.75%. And remember when inflation was supposed to be transitory? Remember when, oh, it's just a bump in the road? Orange man bad? Joe Biden good? Let this be a lesson to all of us. Never elect anyone who campaigns in their basement. Never, ever. So what have we learned so far this morning at... 6.15 in the morning. We've learned the cue to call for um, the cue to call for the tickets. Uh, Dave Burnett was distracting me. Um, silly Dave Burnett. I'll get to that in a minute. Well, Kevin Miller, you should be looking at your email anyway. You should be concerning. Thank you, Dave. Um, we've learned to help out law enforcement. And we've learned the situation with the Fed and the president, the former president's going to be in Nashville, still can't be in uh, Idaho, but we'll get to him in a minute. So the Fed has said that inflation is so bad, we've got the largest rate hike since 1994. And as I said before, never, ever, ever elect anybody that campaigns from their basement again, or who has a vice president that really is as incompetent as he, as he is. Let's get the latest from Hillary Barsky on KIDO Talk Radio. Fed officials intensifying their attempt to tame hot inflation and raising interest rates to three-quarters of a percentage point for the first time since 1994 and signaling more large rate increases will come. Fed Chair Jerome Powell. We're strongly committed to bringing inflation back down, and we're moving expeditiously to do so. We have both the tools we need and the resolve that it will take to restore price stability on behalf of American families and businesses. The move will increase many consumer and business loans to a range of one and a half and one and three quarters percent. Borrowing costs have already risen sharply with the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage topping 6%, while the two-year Treasury note, a benchmark for corporate borrowing, jumped over 3% to its highest level since 2007. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. All right, Hillary, thank you very much. So the good news of this segment, if you're traveling to Nashville and you can afford to do that, maybe you're going to the Faith and Freedom Conference, good luck there. If you're not traveling to Nashville and you can't afford to go anywhere, you're stuck with us. We're glad you're here. Diana Lasciando's song is the cue to call for Caller 10 for the tickets to the Boise Music Festival. The Fed raising its rates and Joe apparently has lost. 
And coming up, the liberal media is turning on the Biden administration. Certainly the first segment was not worthy of a yuck-yuck, but at least we gave you some variety and diversity and everything else. We're so glad that you're joining us here on this Morning Drive with Kevin Miller at KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Dave Ramsey, today at noon, Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. Well, uh, once again, we want to make sure that we uh, support our friends in law enforcement. Phone numbers 580-5436-580-KIDO. Some of the first sound of the day. Um, Where's all the drilling happening? Why aren't we drilling? This is John Kirby, who will look to replace Jean-Pierre very soon at the White House. Being asked by our own Peter Ducey, when you hear Fox News on the radio, you're listening to KIDO Talk Radio. About U.S. national security, how is it that you guys have determined that it's in the U.S. national security interest to ask Saudi Arabia to drill more oil uh, instead of just letting oil companies drill more here in the U.S.? Well, I think you know, uh, Peter, there's uh, some 9,000 unused drilling permits here in the United States uh, as well. Um, look, um, uh, the, uh, the oil production issue is a global issue. Uh, and OPEC plus three has already increased preset increases by more than 50% just for July and and August. Uh, And we're grateful to Saudi Arabia's leadership on that. But we've never said that, uh, we've never said it's a national security interest that somebody has to pump more oil. Uh, And again, there's there's unused permits here in the United States. Uh, And, but as a national strategic issue then, uh, how is it in the, uh, how much lower can we let the strategic petroleum reserves get before that becomes a problem? I, I think I would uh, refer to the president's uh, energy advisors on something like that, Peter. I, I, I don't, uh, I don't know what the inventory is, but I do, you know, remind, and I think you know this, the president did uh, tap into the strategic oil, oil reserves to try to relieve some of the pressure at, at the pump, um, and he'll use a range of, of tools available. Right, he's tapping into the strategic oil reserve. It's like tapping into your savings. It would be nice if our savings. We're unlimited. It would be nice if we had the oil. Oh, we do have the oil tree. It's called drilling. 9,000 permits that are going unused under Joe, who, as Geraldo said, and we'll share that with you, is going to whore himself out to the Saudis that he called a, a pariah region. Oh, my. Well, the good news is at least we're not in Washington, D.C., where the Supreme Court eventually will make some decisions. They're running out of time. I think they usually do everything at the end of the month. So we've got, what, a gun case. We've got the abortion cases. We've got all these cases. And what are they going to do? Usually it's a drip, drip, drip. Are they just going to give it all at once and everybody head for the hills? Could we see that going on? But, you know, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to run things, it seems. When we're looking at at 580-5436-580-KIDO, when we're looking at this situation involving gas prices, and Joe Biden, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday, attacking the oil companies. Nobody likes the oil companies, but you can't blame the oil companies. Well, we're going to start monitoring you. Oh, 
More big government intervention. That'll work, Joe. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic and weather together. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic now. If you're on the freeway, you're going to be dealing with that bright sunshine coming eastbound this morning out of Candy County into Ada County. Working an injury accident right now. This is a motorcycle crash with a car on Cloverdale right near Columbia, so you may be diverted in that area. Saturday, June 25th is Midstar Day at Midstar Firearms. A great selection of guns and accessories, plus free swag, live demos, raffle vendors, food trucks, and more at Midstar Firearms in Middleton, Saturday, June 25th, 10 till 5. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center, sunny and warm, high near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. There we have it. Vote Diana, everybody, and hope you win those tickets to the Boise Music Festival. So we're discovering that again, and you know, we're, we're starting to repeat ourselves, the Fed raises the rate. Now, what does that do? Well, it's going to slow economic growth, and it's going to impact a lot of people. And you know, a lot of people that listen to this program, they go, oh, Kevin Miller, you and everybody else, you're gloom and doomers. You're this, you're that, you're everything else. And look, nobody wants anybody to lose their job. Nobody wants anybody to be out of work. Nobody wants anyone not to be able to buy a home. But we are going to, I think we are going to see some some shorting of of things, and I I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, This program has benefited from the economic boom, and we'd like to continue to benefit from it and have our sponsors continue to advertise because it's been good times relatively in the past few years, even during covid uh, the the problem here is that the spending and Joe Biden now saying he's going to spe- send 1.2 billion dollars to Ukraine. Maybe that money would be better off spent here, or maybe uh, that money would be better spent off spent off trying to figure out what we're going to do with our energy situation, right? Ten years from now, are you telling me you want? them drilling for more oil you want the refineries putting out more gasoline in five or ten years what we're saying is today we need that supply increased of course in five or ten years actually in in the immediate we are also pressing on the accelerator if you will to move toward clean energy so that we don't have to be under the thumb of petro dictators like putin or at the whim of the volatility of fossil fuels ultimately america will be most secure when we can rely upon our own clean domestic production of energy but that's the problem for these companies these companies are saying you know you're asking me to do more now invest more now when in fact five or ten years from now we don't think that demand will be there and the administration doesn't even necessarily want it to be there just one last question on saudi arabia the president is going to saudi arabia where we understand he will be meeting with the crown prince Mohammed bin salman is there any kind of promise beforehand that the saudis will increase production no no there's no promise beforehand he's no there's not. And let me just say, John, I'm John, I mean, we're, we really want to see us move to clean energy, but we also need to see this increase right now. And we are asking the oil and gas companies as well to do. Div- 
you know, they just can't figure it out. You know, they, they see our crisis as an opportunity. They see our crisis, the pain at the pump, as an opportunity to get us off the drugs of gasoline and oil on really the unproven electric vehicle industry. Do we have electric tractor trailers? No. Do we know whether or not it would be efficient to have big cars, big trucks go all electric? Well, it'll be cleaner. Take a look at those electric car batteries and what goes into making them and the amount of lithium and other precious metals that are needed to go into them. And we're saying that's more efficient than gasoline. Why not refine what we have? But the administration, perhaps they know their time is limited. Now they're just going crazy with things. Um, more with the embracing the pride, more with uh, embracing the electric, and they've forgotten the United States of America. Boy, that's not very good news. We'll think of something next. Kevin Miller, Beacon Plumbing, brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. News. I'm Chris Foster. Two American military veterans from Alabama who volunteered to fight against Russians in Ukraine are reported missing. Two members of Congress say the families of Andy Wynn and Alexander Drukey reached out to them after they lost contact with the men. White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby said he didn't have many details, but they're working to find out more. He also warned... We discourage Americans from going to Ukraine and, and fighting in Ukraine. It is a war zone. It is. It's it's combat. Till NATO, Fox News. Stock futures are down after a rally yesterday when the Fed announced a three-quarter percent interest rate hike. We're determined to do what we can to get inflation back down. That's Fed Chairman Jerome Powell. The actor Kevin Spacey is free on bail after a court hearing in London. He's been charged with four counts of sexual assault against three men. He denies doing anything criminal. America's listening to Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio. Visit IDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic and weather together. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now. If you're on the freeway, you're going to be dealing with that bright sunshine coming eastbound this morning out of Candy County into Ada County. Working an injury accident right now. This is a motorcycle crash with a car on Cloverdale right near Columbia, so you may be diverted in that area. Saturday, June 25th is Midstar Day at Midstar Firearms. A great selection of guns and accessories, plus free swag, live demos, raffle vendors, food trucks, and more at Midstar Firearms in Middleton, Saturday, June 25th, 10 till 5. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and warm highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, Treasure Valley, catch me, Sean Hannity, today at 3. Now it's back to my friend. I've known him for years. Great guy, Kevin Miller, right here on KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM. That's right, 107.5 FM. Yeah, I don't think anybody uh, got those tickets, did they, Bo? No, I guess they don't like uh, going to the music festival.
in Ontario. Good morning. Good morning. Um, you know, it's it's funny that uh, when the question was asked to uh, Admiral Kirby, because he used to be an admiral, okay, uh, and uh, he answered this question like, "Oh, well, we got to let uh, you know, somebody who's in the administration dealing with." Uh, energy policy answer that question. Look, there is nothing, there is nothing more important to our vital national security interests than the oil supply. Nothing. Okay, and we know this from military history. Okay, we know what happened in Poyesti, the raid on Poyesti. Okay, this is Air Force lore. I mean, we sent tons and tons and tons of bombers. We lost thousands and thousands of people trying to bomb out Hitler's oil fields of Polyesti. And what was Hitler trying to do? Army Group South, he had three army groups that attacked Russia. Army Group Group South was going towards the oil fields. Okay, ever since World War II, we've known that oil is of the most strategic military importance for our world. And it doesn't surprise me that these people are just all well vouchers. No, 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 no. This is something that every American should understand that the vital national security interests of the United States of America rest on our ability to have sufficient oil and to make sure that we have sufficient oil going into our economic system. Because without an economy, without oil, we, we do not have a military force that is anywhere capable of doing anything. I mean, you know, maybe, our, you know, we, we, we definitely have to just deal with nuclear weapons then because we just will not have the ability to project force. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there's really not too much that you can do, you know, when you commit yourself in such a screwed up way to destroying our ability to have the energy coming into the United States and not understanding that's such a such an important aspect of our nation's vital national security interests. And, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, Kevin, but it all goes back to what Thomas Jefferson said a long time ago. He said a nation that is ignorant and free is a nation that never has been and never will be. You know, if we don't if we don't get in cracking books and understanding that our vital national security interests are definitely uh, hinging on our ability to uh, acquire oil and to acquire economic assets, then we are going to be in a terrible, terrible situation going forward. I think we are in a situation uh, now. I think we are in a situation. Not yet, sir. Not yet, sir. Not yet, brother. I love you, man. But I don't think we're there yet. I read an article yesterday where a farmer, uh, a, a female farmer, she I guess it, it went viral, and she she was uh, talking to her neighbor farmer at a, at a ball game where her kids were, and uh, uh, the the one farmer said, "Well, you know, things aren't going very good." And she said, "Why? Well, because he can't secure diesel fuel." And she said, "Well, why not? Then nobody they won't lock him into the diesel fuel price going forward into the fall." And the people, and the farmer asked the guy, "Well, why won't you do that?" Well, because we think diesel fuel could be nine fifty, ten, eleven dollars by that point in time. Okay, if you remember the two February uh, show that I did with you, uh, yeah, I told you. Listen, you know what we're talking about here is something that the American people don't really understand. I don't think, and that is that the oil 
price, okay, is priced at the margin, and it's a fungible commodity all over the world. What that means is when you change the dynamic from a barrel of oil chasing a buyer to a buyer chasing a barrel of oil, you change the whole economic structure because now all of a sudden everybody is competing for those limited amounts of uh, energy going into all the economies in the world. And so these things are going to be bid up. Supply and demand is going to mediate the price. Right. So when we're, you know, so that's uh, that's going to be something that I think is going to, that's really going to change things very, very drastically. And we're the only way we're really going to get out of this is we're going to have to go into a massive depression and have uh, economic, uh, you know, progress just totally destroyed. We're going to have to have demand destruction in order to stop people around the world from using uh, this oil. And, oh, and, and you know, oh, okay, Al, I appreciate that. Um... And Al's a very bright guy. We love Al. Uh, I hope that he's wrong, and we really don't want to start the day with news of an economic depression. Speaking of depression, a person who isn't depressed is our friend Jeremy. Jeremy won those tickets to the Boise Music Festival. We appreciate Jeremy's diligence uh, for calling in 15 times to make sure that he won. So thank you, Jeremy. Uh, this time, we'll give away a family four-pack. Caller 10, when you hear... Mein lieber Freund, so lange ist es gewesen, seit wir gesprochen haben. Und Sie sind jetzt verheiratet. Yes, exactly. When you hear German Kevin, be caller 10, and you'll win that family four-pack to the Boise Music Festival. If you're just waking up, we're giving away tickets once again. Just around the corner, hard to believe that June 25th will already be here so soon. A couple other things uh, we're looking at. And, you know, I, I think Kevin Richard, who was with the Idaho Statesman for years and has found a, another calling with the Idaho Education News, continues to break a lot of stories. And I know what you're saying. Kevin, school's out. What's the big deal? You're right. School is out. School's out for the summer. But education in Idaho, gosh knows we pay for it. Gosh knows it's the governor's uh, priority. Gosh knows we still can't get it right. Gosh knows as we disclosed yesterday, and again, thanks to Idaho Education News, we picked up the story that you've got the superintendents now, and you can check out that story on our website, kidotalkradio.com, that are making over two hundred grand a year. The West Ada guy gets a 20% raise going from one seventy-five dollars to $200,000. I was talking to one of uh, our friends, we'll just say his name's Mateo, he does the hip-hop station, good Bishop Kelly kid, good St. Paul's kid. And he goes, what does a superintendent do? I go, well, he supervises. And that's a pretty sweet gig. Now, again, there's been a lot of disruptions in the school board in the state's largest school district, West Ada. School board members have resigned. They've quit. Some have been voted out. The last superintendent got the boot or quit. I guess he stepped out for family reasons. And, you know, it was a lot of stress. The new guy comes in. Apparently, he does a good enough job. The board gives him a raise. No public meeting, no public discussion. You know, it's almost as if they're spending money like they're Joe Biden. Building schools, taxing folks, life is good. Unless you're one of the folks paying the bill. Now, if our state system, and again, I'm not bagging on the system, but if our state system was one of the tops in the country, sure. But I'm looking at some of these things, 190000 175 for a public job that has perks and benefits that we don't even know about. And then, get this, 
According to our friends at Idaho Education News, there's a teacher crisis. Yeah. Well, how would you like to be a teacher? And you get a a, a pretty decent raise, over 6%. But on the other hand, um, the administrators continue to make more and more money. More on that in a minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Phone numbers here, 580-5436-580-KIDO. A troubling story out of California. The two police officers shot to death here in L.A. Tuesday have been identified as Corporal Michael Paredes and Officer Joseph Santana. The two officers were shot while responding to a possible stabbing at a motel Tuesday night. The suspect, Justin Flores, fled the room and engaged in a shootout with police. Flores already had one strike on his record for a previous first-degree felony burglary. Then, Flores was charged in 2020 as a felon in possession of a firearm. That could have landed him in prison for a few years, but DA Gascon's office ignored Flores' previous strike and cut him a plea deal. Two years probation. And there you have it. We'll talk about that again. And again, we have this on our website, why you should support law enforcement. Local and national law enforcement, they put their lives on the line every day. More on that in a minute. Uh, these are the final days of Team Mazda's Trade-A-Thon Marathon at the old Kmart in Nampa. Last weekend was crazy busy with people trading in their old cars for newer ones and winning daily cash prizes. Maggie and Arbin won $500 each. Connor, Nikki, Sarah, Lena, Miranda, Michelle, Josh, and Carrie are just a few of the folks who drove away in a new car. If you've got a vehicle you'd like to find a way to trade into something better, go to Team's Trade-A-Thon Marathon at the old Kmart in Nampa. They'll give you 130% of book value for your trade-in. They'll pay off your existing loan if you're still making payments. They'll include a $1,000 Costco gift card, gas card, with your purchase, they'll turn off your car payments for four months with your new car. So if you need a new vehicle that's newer, smaller, bigger, less expensive, or better for you, go to Team's Trade-A-Thon Marathon at the old Kmart in Napa. Look for the big tent surrounded by cars and cars and Aaron and Joel. And as they fight to get you that great interest rate so you're not car poor, nobody wants to be car poor, right? Don't settle for a car you have now if there's something better for you. Go to Team Trade-A-Thon Marathon now through Sunday at the old Kmart in Nampa. Go Team Save Money. Buy Happy. Please tell them Kevin Miller sent you, not to be confused with my alter ego, Calvin Milner. Now, back to uh, this situation uh, concerning teachers. Yep, another teacher shortage. Well, uh, we're spending a ton of money on teachers. We're, We're doing everything that we can for teachers. Um, teachers, they're not happy. Most of them are taking the big money to go out of state. Most of them have said, we've had enough, despite all the money we continue to put into education. And I, and I know this. I was talking to a friend of ours the other day. We went to lunch at that place in, in Star, the, not the, the Asian restaurant or the Mexican restaurant, the like the Americana comfort food restaurant. But... We were talking about, uh, you know, the governor's priority is, um, you know, education. And you think about this, and this is one of the reasons why uh, we have that great program, and hopefully we'll be able to bring it back when school's back in session, is promote our schools, secure our future, uh, to to get the inside word on, on what's going on. But there is a crisis in education. The state board is hearing more and more 
reports that some people aren't even applying to be teachers uh, because they think the pay is lousy, um, they don't feel supported, and they can have a better time and a better life for their family somewhere else. Okay, so what's the solution? You can't fault the state of Idaho. We're spending over 50% of our general fund to fund schools. Where is the, the, the great disconnect? Brian in Nampa with Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Brian. Hey, Kevin. I had to just call in and comment about two things I heard you talking about. First, the shooting in California. Um, don't they have uh, gun control in California, Kevin? Yeah. They have a magazine limitation? Sure. Yeah. Do they have an assault weapons ban? I believe so, yeah. yeah. You can't uh, do a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do they have red flag laws? Yeah. So my question to the American people is, how did that all help these two officers stay alive? Do the criminals care about your dang laws? No, they don't. And to the traitorous Republicans, the 10, including the leader, how are we going to trust you? I mean, no, I know Biden's bad, but you now we're going to give you total control and you're voting with the Democrats. And you guys did what? How, how did California's bills help stop two officers from dying? They didn't. I think you guys need to come up with a new plan. Apparently, that you know, repeatedly doing the same thing over and over again is is the definition of insanity. So when are these Democrats and these 10 traitorous Republicans going to learn that what you're doing doesn't work? You need to come up and become more creative. And just to back Al up, Kevin, even my sons, when they were kids that played, like, video games, they were like, dude, without fuel, you're done. You know, they'd, I'd let them play, like, the strategic war games and, you know, the survival games. <clears throat> and... They're all adults now, but they're like, Dad, without oil, we're done. My son has quoted me multiple cases where the Germans lost because they ran out of oil. So uh, is what uh, we, we blame it on Joe, but I think somebody else is controlling it. Is this because they're stupid or is this part of a plan? I think it has to be part of a plan. Yeah. So uh, how long are the Republicans going to keep betraying the American people and try to disarm the good ones and allow the Democrats to destroy our country with this oil game? They're doing it on purpose, and you better wake up, and you better start doing something about it. Or it's going to get bad, and I don't want to be I, that I, guy. I, I'm, well, I'm with you, and I love Al, and Al's going, it's going to be a depression. I think that's... And I hope Al's wrong, and I don't think that Al is, is doing this, you know, he's giving us an objective economic analysis, but, you, you know, we can't say, uh, you know, that there's a depression on the way. I hope that there isn't, and, and maybe Al's right, maybe you're right, Joe is going to tank us. I, I mean, he yeah, is but- a zealot for this energy policy. He's going to go kneel before the Saudi king, who's going to continue to stick it to us when we could be energy independent. 
And and what's going to happen to our wonderful country when they enact red flaws? They start disarming guys like me. By the way, you can come to my house first, still. Do it to me first. I want to go to the Supreme Court. I'm ready. But if, if that all happens, they tank us. We Joe runs out the strategic oil. We got nothing to fight with. Do you think any of our enemies will be going, hmm, I don't know, California and New York looks pretty tasty. It, you know, maybe Texas. There's a lot of oil in Texas they haven't touched. You you think, I know predators, Kevin. I know animal predators. I know criminal predators. I know political predators. I know how they think. If you study a little bit of history about the predators that killed millions of people, you don't think they're sitting there licking their chops. So I wonder who's going to be man enough to, like, really do something about this and, like, call it all out and get in their face and fight for their country. Just saying. Anyway. I, I agree. Go to work, Kevin. Uh, hey, Brian, you have a blessed day at work, brother. You too. All right. Thank you. Our great friend, Brian, from Nampa, Idaho. Mein lieber Freund, so lange ist es gewesen, seit wir gesprochen haben. Und Sie sind jetzt verheiratet. Yes. Heifarted. Yes. What are they? How are they? Jawohl. Mein lieber Freund, so lange ist es gewesen, seit wir gesprochen haben. Und Sie sind jetzt verheiratet. That inflection is just so alluring. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. We have enough natural resources available in this country. It's good for national security. It's good for job creation. It's good in terms of lowering the price of gas. You're significantly increasing the world supply. That will, if demand remains constant, that will drive down the price. That also will have an impact on everything we buy in every store we go to because the rigs, the 18-wheelers that, that bring and deliver the goods to the stores, they'll be paying less in terms of diesel prices, and they can lower their rates, and we will be the beneficiaries of such. And the cost of production for manufacturers, that will go down as well. This is not complicated economics, but this is where we now are. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Elizabeth Warren, they're all attacking America's tech innovators. The left's bill, S-2992, would take away the digital tools small businesses rely on, empower China to beat America in the race for new technologies, and increase the risk of cyber attacks. When liberals attack America's tech innovators, they're really attacking everyday Americans and Main Street businesses. American jobs, America's security, and the online privacy of the American people are all on the line. Why would Senate conservatives support this liberal agenda that threatens American innovation? We need to stop Pelosi, Schumer, Warren, and the rest of the D.C. liberals from taking away our technology and making China stronger at America's expense. Call the U.S. Senate today at 202-224-3121. Tell Senate Republicans to oppose S-2992. 
ProtectingTaxpayers.org. Paid for and authorized by Taxpayers Protection Alliance. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Dave Ramsey, listen to me today, live at noon. And now back to my friend Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM. That's 107.5 FM. And congratulations, Jeremy and Marcus. And it could be you coming up next hour winning those Boise Music Festival tickets. And coming up next hour, we're going to talk to the mayor of Star, Trevor Chadwick. He'll join us to talk about, well, the city of Star, Star Angeles, if you will, and uh, the reaction to the shooting in his city and obviously to support law enforcement. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Kevin Miller Show, you can see we retweeted uh, the mayor's tweet this morning about supporting local law enforcement. Also coming up, we'll take a look at gas prices, the war in Ukraine, and a quest to find something inspiring, something warm, something inviting, something um, that'll make us laugh. Not a yuck-yuck, but just about, wow, kind of just one of those things that just makes you pause for a moment. All that more before 10 a.m. Thank you all for listening. We're with you right here on the right side. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News, KIDO Talk Radio. A Town Square Media Station. 580 AM, KIDO Nampa, K298CN Boise, 107.5 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio, Fox News Now. The president versus the vice president. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's what the Democrat-led House Committee investigating last year's Capitol riot wants to showcase today, still focusing on Trump post-election conduct. What they describe as a coordinated effort to pressure former Vice President Mike Pence to reject state electors and overturn results on January 6th, 2021. A former federal judge who advised Pence on the vice president's role in certifying the election is scheduled to testify, along with Pence's legal Council. That's Fox's Jared Halbert of the Capitol. A show of support for Ukraine today. The leaders of France, Germany, Italy, and Romania are there, meeting President Zelensky, who's been pleading for more weapons and aid to fend off Russia's invasion. Two Americans from Alabama who went to Ukraine to join the fight are now missing. White House National Security spokesman John Kirby says they'll try to help bring them home, but... We discourage Americans from going to Ukraine and, and fighting in Ukraine. It is a war zone. American troops conducted a raid in Syria today, capturing a senior ISIS terror leader. We just got an update on unemployment. First-time jobless claims fell slightly last week to 229,000. The bigger concern remains inflation. And in a new Fox News poll... 47% of those polled say they're falling behind financially. That is four points more than in March and 20 points more than it was a year ago. Nine in 10 of us say gas prices are a problem for our families. Nearly as many said grocery prices are. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Stocks could plunge. Futures down big the day after the Fed's three-quarter point interest rate hike to fight inflation. A snag in the push to end a baby formula shortage. An avid plant in Michigan shut down again. Severe storms causing flooding resulting in the closing of the plant once again. And that's likely to delay baby formula production for a few more weeks. It was forced to close following a recall of some of its formula in February. Fox's Gary Baumgarten Abbott says it still has some ample supply of formula. America's listening to Fox News. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me 
start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Relieffactor.com. KIDO Talk Radio. We're in the IDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic and weather together. Let's get you to work safely and on time. Good morning, Dave. Do your part to help keep our air clean. Burn only clean, dry firewood and never burn garbage. Learn more at deq.idaho.gov. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and downright hot. Highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. Their lips are moving. They're probably lying, but you're doing a fine job, Kevin. You are the man for freedom of speech. Every your community voice, Kevin Miller. Yeah, I can't even think. I'm so mad at times. It's a freaking liberal nutcases. On KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And don't forget your chance to win tickets to the Boise Music Festival by listening to this program each and every morning before the June 25th deadline. Boy, you can hear and feel the anticipation building up as people want to go see the Boise Music Festival for free. Why don't you do that by, um, well, just being caller number 12 when you hear. So they can play in their freaking garden, smoke their pot, drink their fancy wine and eat their caviar like the liberals do. Exactly. Those liberals with the fancy caviar and their expensive wine. When you hear Doug, one of our KIDO Talk Radio, Kevin Miller All-Stars. Uh, opine about the state of things. Uh, caller 12 at 580-5436. 580-KIDO. A couple good articles on our website. You've got state uh, local superintendents making well into the six figures. Are they worth it? Now we hear that there is a get ready for this, folks. Uh, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Another teacher crisis in the state of Idaho. Maybe we'll get into that. Why teachers don't want to stay in the gem state. And the fallout over that uh, police shooting in Star, Idaho. We are we are scheduled to speak with Trevor Chadwick, the mayor of Star. He'll be calling in at 580-5436, 580-KIDO. Other top stories of the day. It is all about gas prices, the pain at the pump, the president of the United States uh, going to the old tried-and-true strategy of not solving a problem but vilifying the oil companies. Now... You have some people within the presidential orbit, and this is Van Jones, who um, used to work for Barack Obama. Thanks, Obama. You remember Barack? Merci beaucoup. Now questioning whether or not Joe's all there. As David Axelrod says, and he's come out and put his name on it, he said, look, this is a person who, if they win, will be closer to 90 at the end of their second term than 80. And therefore, these are very fair questions. Joe Biden said these were fair questions the last time when he was running. So... Do you have these questions? Well, uh, I think everybody is looking very closely now. Uh, I, uh, when he does, when Biden does well, he does really well. That gun speech he gave, he was perfect. It was, it was powerful. When he does badly, when he stumbles, you get nervous and you wonder, is it just a stutter? Is he tired? 
or something else there. And so I think that people are just looking. I mean, honestly, I think I think a lot of Democrats are like, if, if this guy is there something else there now, how embarrassing it must be for Joe Biden, who has worked his entire life of being the blank boy, the guy that takes it in a relationship, he would be the catcher, not the pitcher. And he wanted to run in 2016 and Barack Obama. You remember Barack Obama? Thanks, Obama. And once again, Michelle Obama. Merci beaucoup. They said, Joe, this is not your time. This is Hillary Clinton's time. Joe, you're going to stand on the sidelines because we want Hillary to be the heir apparent. You've had eight years of living inside, being the vice president. And it's time for you to step down. So the entire rigged system that is the Democratic Party colluded to give Hillary Clinton her time to, in the spotlight. Remember Bernie, 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 Bernie. Bernie was supposed to be the man. Bernie was supposed to win. This ain't 2019. This is 2020. On Sanders I put my money. And Sanders would have won if they didn't rig the primary against him. But the primary was rigged. Hillary Clinton jumped out in front and hobbled to the finish line. And there Joe Biden was on the sidelines going, everybody wanted re uh, a regular Joe. Donald Trump wins. Joe Biden stumbles, bumbles, mumbles. He's attacked by Kamala. She calls him a racist hanging out with segregationists. It's let's go beat up on the old white guy offense. Corey, I'm going nowhere. Booker decided to beat up on old Joe, and Joe looked lost until, once again, it seemed like Bernie was going to win. And then the same people that colluded against him, that colluded for Hillary Clinton, got together and said, man, we need mainstream Joe whether or not he's a bumbling, stumbling buffoon, we need a unified Democratic Party. Klobuchar, out. Buttigieg, booty, 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 out. Joe Biden, in. And now we have Joe that is lost. And embarrassingly so, you have Democratic operatives on cable television saying he's not all there. Closely now. Uh, I... Uh, when he does, when Biden does well, he does really well. That gun speech he gave, he was perfect. It was, it was powerful. When he does badly, when he stumbles, you get nervous and you wonder, is it just a stutter? Is he tired or something else there? And so I think that people are just looking. I mean, honestly, I think, I think a lot of Democrats are like, if, if this guy's ready to go, we're behind him. But if he's not ready to go, he should let us know. I think that's what's going yeah. on. If he's, do we have that again, sweet William? That's again, Glenn Beck's favorite guy, Van Jones where if he's ready to go, he's going. If he's not ready to go, he shouldn't go. But just let us know. Um, again, Mr. Jones is putting things into perspective. It couldn't be easy for him. Is he tired or something else there? And so I think that people are just looking. I mean, honestly, I think, I think a lot of Democrats are like, if, if this guy's ready to go, we're behind him. But if he's not ready to go, he should let us know. I think that's what's going yeah. on. Very embarrassing for Joe Biden. Very embarrassing that his own party knows that the gig is up. They're about ready to get shellacked. And even though the Supreme Court 
is giving Democrats allegedly something to be motivated about. What happens? What happens? They're still going to get shellacked. Amazingly so. And still they're saying, even now, we can't do this. We can't have this guy as the standard bearer. Well, who's going to represent the Democratic Party? Is it going to be Bernie Sanders? Is it going to be Nancy Pelosi? Is it going to be someone else? When you think of a national Democrat, a member of the squad, well, it has to be the, the, the one, and I don't think she'll, she's old enough, she'll just miss it on this cycle, would have to be AOC. Republicans, conservatives are going to have to be dealing with AOC, who's much more popular nationally than she is in her own district. And when you have AOC, we're going to have to deal with her for quite some time. Could you see the history being embraced um, again and again and again with AOC being the leading candidate for the Democrats? She's uh, a wise, young, attractive Latina who's progressive, who will take our country into some other type of direction. But on the National Democrat, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, anybody else? Who, um, who else would the National Democrats put up there? There's always this guy. This ain't 2019. This is 2020. On Sanders, I put my money. Well, maybe Bernie's coming back. Joining us now, the mayor of Star Idaho, Trevor Chadwick. Mayor Chadwick, good morning. Hey, good morning. Sorry about that. I got wrapped up in a meeting real quick, so I apologize for lateness. Yeah, you know, the, the the listening public is, is very disturbed with this. My goodness gracious. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. How, how dare you have anything else going on besides our little world? We always love having you on, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. So uh, your reaction to, to what happened in, uh, and by the way, I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, Mrs. Miller is telling me about this. The new name for Star is Star Angeles. Have you heard about that nickname? Yes, and that's not even close to being true. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Well, but it's not even close to being true. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, but I couldn't believe the creativity of some people. So, again, we want to thank you for your service. You've served our country. You've fought in the wars. You've protected us. You're a proud Idahoan, a family man, a patriot, um, and you love your city and your community. Your reaction to, to what happened there yesterday, sir? You know, it just—it was a—it's a sad day and an unfortunate uh, uh, sequence of events that happened. You know, it just shows you that anywhere in this country is not immune to some of the things that do happen. You know, we just pray for the families that were involved and the officers that were involved with what happened yesterday. Yeah. Again, and for people that have never been to Star, how big is your community? And um, uh, really, you—you guys are very good at keeping the the speeders under control. We always talk, can tell the people that are just passing through or just getting there because they're speeding. Right. But I mean, what's Star known for? You know, we're about fifteen thousand people. We're uh, uh, a very uh, proud uh, community that supports our police and supports our Constitution, Second Amendment, and whatnot. So, boy, that's a short answer. 
It is a short answer. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Man. Usually, usually I got a lot to say, but it's, it's, a, it's been an interesting uh, week. So, Well, it, it, um, it, right. It is, there is a lot of challenges, and obviously you've got the media there. And look, we're, we're friendly, but uh, you, you have yeah. this tragedy, and obviously the th- prayers going out to everybody involved. Um, but, you, you know, for people that aren't familiar with Star, the, the big news, uh, you know, we've gotten an Albertsons and a Bymart and a Ridley's oh. and the Merck and everything else. It's a growing community that has its challenges like everyone else. But, you know, you take a look at Star 10 years ago and what it is today or 20 years ago and what it is today. Can you ever imagine that it would uh, be as big and be mentioned in the Wall Street Journal as one of the most desired destinations in America? Right. And if you think about Star, you know, we choose to live like uh, free people here, right? And so we, you know, it becomes desirable, brings all sorts of people in from all over the country that want to want to be the same. Um, we're very uh, pro-Constitution, uh, very friendly uh, community. Uh, we enjoy our outdoor events. You know, uh, we do all sorts of community functions and events. Uh, like uh, concerts at our river house, our huge Fourth of July fireworks show that's coming up. That's very patriotic. Um, you know, very very supportive of each other and our police, and so it just it makes it desirable for everybody. So it does. Now, um, you did make news a couple weeks ago when you're taking a look at growth and managed growth and structured growth. And you know me, you know Kevin Miller. He's my buddy, but you know I, my ears are burning half the time when he's talking about me, but. Uh, the idea of uh, the idea of not only you but all the other mayors throughout our listening area trying to get a handle on growth. You're not the czar of growth, but you can influence it. Your thoughts on on the challenge of growth and congestion? The the, the growth, yeah. I guess uh, from my standpoint, you know, none of us asked for the COVID factor on the growth, right? Two years ago. COVID really changed people's mindsets on where they wanted to live and where they, because of, because of different parts of our country that were limiting people's freedoms. And we chose not to do that. And people wanted to be a part of this and not that. And, and when you look at our, our growth rates, I mean, I'll just tell you since 2020, we've had, a, let's see, I got it right here. In fact, we had a uh, 36% growth rate uh, from 2020 here in star because in, in 2020 is when COVID started. Right. Um, you look at our community, I, I look at CUNA had about a 15%, Middleton had a 14% growth rate. You know, people are jumping ship and coming to Idaho in droves, and we have to manage that so we can provide the services that are necessary um, to keep our citizens safe out here. So uh, we're, we, we looked at uh, our comprehensive plan and made adjustments to our comprehensive plan, which is the planning document for the city, by lowering the densities. Um, uh, it, it dropped it by about 20% on there um and then we're also looking at right now um based on house bill 389 uh, that limits our ability to increase our funding uh we're looking at uh, uh, uh capping our building permits at a certain number uh to accommodate that growth instead of getting way behind well um again what is the lesson that uh treasure valley cities have learned from covid do you think you know, I don't know if there's really a lesson to learn. I mean, the lesson is, you know, people believe in what we are doing. <laughs> if they're moving in in droves, they're believing in what our our, our, our community is like. Um, you know, the lesson for a city, I guess, is we can't look at growth the way we used to look at it, where Idaho was, was 
looking to grow like crazy, right? I mean, we were, I, I remember, I don't even know if they still do this, but I remember when they were offering all sorts of businesses and stuff incentives to come to Idaho and bring people here. I'm not sure that that is the same appetite that you see today just because of the number of people that have been coming uh, as fast as they've been coming. Yeah, I would agree with your great friend Trevor Chadwick joining us, Mayor of Star here on KIDO Talk Radio. Uh, we'll get you out on this one. Um, you tweeted about it. I retweeted it moments ago. Uh, why it's important to support law enforcement now more than ever. You know, law enforcement uh, around this country, you still see law enforcement getting a bad rap for things. And, and guys, they're, they're our first line of defense for anything that we need here in our communities. These, these fine men and women always are, uh, they wake up in the morning, they put on the uniform, they put on the badge with the uncertainty of what's going to happen in the day. They have no idea what kind of contacts they're going to have, uh, who they're going to be dealing with, the situations they're going to get in, but they do it day in and day out, right, without hesitation. And you, we got to support them. we got to thank them. You know, I, I love our police. I'm very vocal about that. Um, you know, and, and, and I think, I think they're, 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 they're our first stop. I mean, who are you going to call when you have an issue? you're you're going to be calling the police you're calling 911 to get that immediate help so we need to be there to support them you know uh it, it, at all times so indeed uh and for people that are looking to go hang out at the river house for the 4th of July uh you got a you got a tease to invite them for that yeah so we actually so come to our we, we're going to have a, a huge uh uh parade uh, about 10 o'clock on the 4th of July we'll have a bar uh, a uh, picnic down at the river house and then that night we have some concerts at the Hunters Creek Park, and we have a bigger fireworks show than last year. Which our fireworks show, I've been told by the fireworks folks, is probably the largest in the valley, and it's it's a lot of fun. We have fire bombs and all sorts of crazy things that that go on at our fireworks show. We have good fire bombs, though, not bad fire bombs. We got good we got good fire bombs, you know, <laughs> and, and I like to give a a good patriotic message uh, at the same time, right? We do prayer, we do patriotic message, and we we uh, we have a great time that night. So, Mayor Chadwick, we always appreciate you, and uh, again, we appreciate you breaking away to jo join us here on KIDO Talk Radio. Absolutely, sir. Appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you, our great friend Trevor Chadwick, Mayor of Star asking people to pray for all of those involved in that shooting yesterday in Star, Idaho. And again, you hear the news reports about it. And obviously, we take you behind the headlines at 580-5436, 580-KIDO. Your reaction to that, we'll take your calls on that. And just the overall safety within the Treasure Valley, how safe and how secure do you feel? And coming up next, a story that we first brought you yesterday, one state has a problem with drugs. They legalized it. And instead of making the situation better, it turn and it, it has turned for the worse. We'll give you the details next and your phone calls, Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Kevin Miller now. 580-5436. That's 580-KIDO. So they can play in their freaking garden, smoke their pot, drink their fancy wine and eat their caviar like the liberals do. Blessed to be with you, Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Phone numbers 580-5436, 580-KIDO. Just sitting here hanging out, having a good time. And remember yesterday when we were talking about, what was it, the CDC or the WHO, otherwise known as the who, 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 right? The WHO, um, the who. No, not the band, the who. 
Remember? Who, who, who? Go, go, go. No. Who, who, who? Go, go, go. Oh, some people will never get it. Go, go, go. Okay, I give up. Well, the WHO has decided to rename Monkeypox because they're offended by the name Monkey. Picking up on what you discussed yesterday right here on KIDO Talk Radio, Pete Hegseth and Jesse Waters had this to say. Let's break it down with some wacky stories. Who better than Pete Hegseth, co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend and author of Battle for the American Mind. Before we get to the book, Mm -hmm. I got to tell you about the World Health Organization, Pete, announced they will change the name of the monkeypox virus. Why? To combat racism and stigma, of course, the virus name doesn't adhere to the WHO guidelines that discourage the use of geographic regions or animals. Well, what about the chicken pox? Is the chicken an animal? Or the swine flu? The Spanish flu? West Nile virus, ever heard of it? Lyme disease from Lyme, Connecticut. There's some very waspy people in Lyme, Connecticut that are deeply offended that they've been so discriminated against. And their town forever, forever tainted. <laughs> it's forever tainted. By Lyme, I don't even go to Lyme, Connecticut, because I'm afraid of ticks. 30 international scientists wrote a letter saying it was urgent, urgent. <laughs> that we rename this right now. Um, the monkeys are relieved. I mean, Wait, are they doing this to not offend monkeys? Well, you would think since that's the that's the category we're talking about. It's actually really it's actually implying that we're all very racist, that we would tie certain things to certain things, which is ridiculous. Why? Because this disease came from Africa. Think about that. That's the implication. So they're they're assuming that there's a racial animus. There we have it from Pete and Jesse. Monkeypox, a good name. And if you're going to get rid of the monkey, what about the chicken? KIDO Talk Radio, traffic and weather together. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic. Now, on the freeways, you're coming out of Canyon County into Ada County, approaching Meridian, slowing down now because eastbound we have an accident. A semi-truck on the left and a passenger car on the right. So be aware of that. You'll be slow through the Meridian Road area. Otherwise, into downtown Boise and a connector. We're in good shape there. The Idaho Transportation Department reminds you to expect delays on I-84 in Caldwell this week. Two ramps will close down for six weeks at the Franklin Road Exit 29. Details at idtprojects.org slash 84 corridor. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot, highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. And thank you very much, Dave Burnett. Phone numbers here, 580-5436, 580-KIDO. Um, just going back to just some of the issues that we've been yapping about this morning, uh, supporting law enforcement and making sure that in Idaho, unlike other parts of the country, that we make sure that we don't have these dumb, dumb, dumb movements like defunding the police. You know, we've had the mayor of Star on. Here's the mayor of Atlanta. A very simplified message is defund the police. But I think the the overarching theme is that people want to see a reallocation of resources into community development and alternatives to just criminalizing um, responses to behavior. So I think it's incumbent upon us. Yeah, like we have in Los Angeles, like we have in 
other parts of the country where the George Soros-elected DAs actually don't punish the criminals. Yes, talk to your friends that just moved here from California or that still live in California, places where the criminals go in and there's no bail. They just go in, get processed. They take the word of the criminals, the assaulters, the sexual assaulters, the thieves, the accused killers, that they will come back and there's no need, there's no need (laughs) uh, to post bail. So you're right, reallocation of resources. That's why so many people are moving to Idaho, because at least in Idaho, you're safe. And we support the police. We honor the police and we thank the police for what they're doing. But sometimes you just need a reminder. To help people articulate that frustration. Um, And so even when I look at our budget, the vast majority of our police budget goes to salary, pensions, workers' compensation. Right. It's all about reallocating resources, the wrong resources. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News, KIDO Talk Radio. We bring you the world. News. I'm Chris Foster. Stocks start the day lower on Wall Street. We've got some new numbers on the economy. Home construction's down. 7% on permits. That's new construction, but that hasn't started. And then starts construction underway. 14.4%. We had a gain of 5.5% last month. Cheryl Sony with Fox Business. New weekly unemployment claims slightly lower at 229,000. An Islamic State terrorist leaders captured in a U.S. military raid in Syria. Officials with Operation Inerrant Resolve say the captured leader was a bomb maker and no civilians were harmed, nor was there any damage to any coalition aircraft or assets. Earlier this year, an ISIS leader in northwest Syria killed himself with a suicide vest during a U.S. special operations counterterrorism mission. Before that, another former ISIS leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, killed himself in Syria in 2019 when U.S. forces entered a compound where he was located. Fox's Sean Langell. America's listening to Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic and weather together. Let's get you to work safely at all time. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now on the freeways. You're coming out of Canyon County into Ada County, approaching Meridian, slowing down now because eastbound we have an accident. The semi truck on the left and a passenger car on the right. So be aware of that you'll be slow through the Meridian Road area. Otherwise, into downtown Boise and a connector, we're in good shape there. The Idaho Transportation Department reminds you to expect delays on I-84 in Caldwell this week. Two ramps will close down for six weeks at the Franklin Road Exit 29. Details at idtprojects.org slash 84 corridor. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunny and hot, highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Sean Hannity this afternoon. Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. And once again, congratulations to Tracy for winning those tickets to the Boise Music Festival. Plus to be with you, Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. As we were talking about earlier, uh, one state is struggling with the drugs. We'll tell you about that in a minute. And states across our area, not only in Idaho, but across the country, are struggling with a teacher shortage. No one wants to teach anymore. It's absolutely true. Like educators are are leading. Lindsay Ray is the vice president of the Beaverton Education Association. And she tells us it's not just conjecture, it's concrete. More teachers are calling it a career than in past years. 
you have to love what you're doing because this, that's the nature of the job. Um, but it absolutely is not the the only thing that's going to get you through the career. Many teachers we've spoken to, teachers that don't want to talk about the issues on camera, say in some cases their love for the work is the only thing keeping them going. Boy, isn't that the way with most employers? That's how they get you. You know that whole saying of, well, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. <laughs> Who's laughing now? Citing issues that Ray says is prevalent in many school districts across the region. A lack of respect for the profession, a lack of trust to do your job. And yeah, I, I think a, a feeling of like, is this the most safe thing even anymore? And also the pay. Teachers in the North Marion School District, for example, Exactly. We'll just let that go. Um, and we're seeing that in Idaho. We're seeing the pay for administrators go up and the pay for teachers not keep up. Now, as someone who got a degree in education, who thought that, uh, you know, what happens sometimes you listen to somebody, they talk you into something. My buddy talked me into being a teacher. And, you know, would I trade that for anything else? No, because of the experience I gained by teaching very, very briefly in my life. Uh, it did give me a broader perspective, a much more uh, intelligent and informed perspective. But the, the, the idea of low pay and being underappreciated, that's not unique to the times. You know, we all choose our professions. You can't be a talk show host and get mad when people yell at you. That's just how it is. At 580-5436-580-KIDO. That's really just how it is. And in Idaho, we continue to spend our money, lots of money, for teachers. And maybe it's not for teachers. Maybe it's for school buildings. Maybe it's for um, the administrators. And like I point out in the article I wrote yesterday, and this is where you come in, and maybe it isn't. Maybe everybody's shy. Maybe everybody's on vacation today, and that's fine. It'll just be more of me. Me, 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 me. Um, but you have, a, you know, superintendents making some pretty big, large money. And the, the common argument is, well, if you're going to pay uh, the CEO of HP the, the, you, to attract quality CEOs, you have to pay them big money. I don't know. I think $100,000 is a lot of money. $150,000 is a lot of money. You don't know anything about that, Kevin Miller. It gets all chewed up in taxes. Okay. Uh, $200,000 to be a school superintendent is a lot of money. And those of you that work on, you know, you have to make a quota, commission, whatever, it must drive you crazy because you think about this and you go, man, I'm trying to make my quota, my this. If I don't make it, then I don't get my, my full commission, then I don't get paid, then I don't get this. And yet we have this shortage of teachers we have the governor continuing to spend a ton of money at education. You have, unfortunately, the standards not get going up. We have allegations of critical race theory being taught, teachers quitting, and you think to yourself, well, what's the solution? The solution is, in the Treasure Valley, more private schools being built, more charter schools being built, more people homeschooling, opting out of the system. And the reason why they're opting out of the system is they want their kids to have a better future. And it's not an indictment on the entire public school system, but it, you, you do have to, it does beg the question of where the resources are being allocated. And as we've talked about in the past, 
uh, repeatedly, and it's been a while since it's been you know such an incredible news cycle for the last five years. Why not consolidate instead of having more and more folks with their individual districts that are smaller? Consolidate the whole thing so you don't have five principals for one school. But the state school system, the state school board refuses to do that, and I guess they're paid to do their job, and we'll move on from that one. Here's another one. Um, CBS sees a silver lining in high gas prices. We want to move to clean energy, and that's why the president and the bipartisan infrastructure law that was signed invests a significant amount of money to move in that direction. Do you see this as a silver lining then to the pain many Americans are feeling? It'll accelerate the move you mentioned? I don't think there's a silver lining. I don't think there's pain does not have a silver lining. It is painful. But I do know that countries are accelerating. Um, that toward clean energy. I mean, Europe has got a whole strategy about moving away from Russian right. fossil fuels. Now it's Russian fossil fuels, right? It's always the evil Russians, the Russian fossil fuels, which is crazy. We need more clean energy. What's the cleanest form of energy? Is it solar energy made by the Chinese that make the solar panels? Is it nuclear energy that is vilified and nobody wants Chernobyl or Three Mile Island in their backyard? Is it the wind energy where the birds get killed? Or how about hydro energy where Mike Simpson wants to blow up the dams. Hmm. Or is it coal, which the United States is known as the Saudi Arabia of coal? Or is it natural gas? Which, again, the United States has a ton of. Or is it oil, where we have a ton of oil that because of our technology... Because of our innovation, now we can collect more oil and become energy independent. You know, we get tired of saying this. Not only were we energy independent, but we actually <laughs> we actually were exporting oil for the first time ever. And here we have the president blaming everybody but himself for the bad economy. I mean, think about this. We all have to own up to things. It's called accountability. The president blames Putin for the high energy prices. The president blames Republicans for the high energy prices. Does the president ever look in the mirror? Something to think about. Ron Grant joins us, getting ready for his Saturday show, where we'll say it's something to think about when we're talking about safe money. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, young man. How are we doing today? Not bad. Just rolling on the right side. What's coming up this Saturday? Hey, we're going to educate people, especially with what's going on right now in the market. Again, triple digits down. You know, we're at a 40-year high inflation um, right now, Kevin. And we want to make sure people understand there's a better way, a safer way to keep their money protected 100% uh, principal. And gains. You know, you don't want to have to go earn your gains again, and you do, definitely don't want to lose any of your principal, especially if you're over 50. 
so make sure you tune in Saturday. We're also going to educate you on how to have a lifetime income that you cannot live. And, of course, when you've passed away, your beneficiaries will get what's left in the account. We're also going to talk to Mr. Will Hart. He's our metal man, gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. And we're talking about the real metals now, the physical metals, not the paper stuff that your broker sells you that you can lose money on. How do I know that? Because I lost money back in the 60s on paper gold. Uh, and then I know you're going to try to stump me with some rock and roll. So it's a good hour of fun and education. Uh, get your pen and your paper uh, ready and uh, take some notes. Well, you've got the show 11 to noon and then the replay 7 to 8. Yes. They missed us in the morning. They can uh, catch us right after Tim Commando at 7 o'clock. And the same great information. Uh, maybe they were out having fun. Hopefully it's going to be beautiful on Saturday and we're going to have a good time. We appreciate that, Ron. If people want to get a hold of you, what can they do? Have a great educational website that they can go on to 24-7. There's some good knowledge there, some videos, there's some articles written, uh, testimonials from the radio and email testimonials. It's safermoneyspecialist.com. And phone number is 208-660-1372. Ron Grant, this Saturday, 11 to noon and 7 to 8. We always appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you, buddy. Have a wonderful day today. Stay safe. All right. You as well. Constitutional Jack, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Um, Russell, when he called in yesterday from Star, was so spot on. I just had to, you know, uh, repentance of our leaders and uh, us as well is going to solve the country's problem but hey by the way wasn't it michael savage who wrote the book uh, liberalism is a mental disorder about seven years ago yeah 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 that's that's the guy i thought who did that um you know getting back to this school high salary thing you know i've mentioned a couple of times this past year where uh united states schools public schools are like 38th in the world uh down the totem pole so you know every year that we are not number one we should take ten thousand dollars off these school uh you know higher executive types you know school principals uh superintendents you know and penalize them for not doing a good job how's that sound <laughs> well yeah, that would be something I, I mean i i can't get over that you're paying these superintendents, all these salaries, and the teachers aren't making anything, and we're still spending a bunch of money in our schools not getting the return on investment. By the way, what is the U.S. president's salary, annual salary? Mm. It's around 400000 it was. That's about four. And, and, and President Trump, uh, president of the university in Boise, how much does she make? I think around 400000 yeah, so she's making as much as the U.S. president. It's like something's not quite right with that one. But, you know, um, I, I think, you know, getting back to liberalism is a mental disorder. You know, most liberals that I know don't believe in God. And if they do believe in God, they undermine certain of God's laws. You know, example, oh, it's okay, you know, with this homosexuality or adultery is okay and murdering children, you know, in the womb. Mm, that's okay, too. You know, so, in, you know, in the liberal's mind, you know, if there is a God, he's responsible for all disasters that are going on, and he's guilty of maintaining perpetual misrule. So, you know, we come from, the, from slime, 
you know, the rule, the strongest survive, you know, evolution. And so we're, you know, and other fake science, you know, that's our code to live by. So we're in control and you are the slaves. You got to play that, you know, that little clip you do, ride your ATV and all that. Uh, Go enjoy your beer and ride your ATV and watch sports. We'll run the country. Yep, that, exactly. So that's the liberal point of view. We're just slaves. And, you know, you've got to take the shot, wear masks, and you can own AR-15s. And soon not to own any other gun. Um, and your children are going to go to school where they don't learn anything. So they'll just be stupid or slaves. So we'll control them. I mean, can we see the program that they're on? It's just so clear to so many of your callers and to myself, and surely for you, too. Um, any ideas and questions no. for me? I think you're good, Constitutional Jack. Thank you. Let's squeeze in Blair. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Hello, Blair. Hey, good morning, Kevin. Hey, so uh, it's what, what's the, the number one indicator of success for children in school? Do you know? Family? Yeah, it's parental involvement. So why is it that the Democrat programs always seek to divorce the parents from their children, and then they expect that the schooling is going to get better? It's a very good question. Well, why, why do some people have contempt for the parents? Why do some districts well, and some educators at the national and local level uh, do not want to answer to the parents at all? Well, and that's, that's the whole thing is that the, the model that places the parents at the center of education is the only successful model that has ever been implemented. And if you look back at the history of this country, um, prior to the introduction of, of the, the federal and the state introduction into health, into the, the education facilities, um, that's the system we had, is parents paid the teachers directly. Okay, and then the teachers, and the teachers had a very rigorous certification process. I mean, they think the one they've got now is, is rigorous. It has nothing compared to the one from 120 years ago. Absolutely. I mean, and, and the, the schooling programs are better. But um, it was also, it's also interesting because some of the schooling curriculum, you can look these up online. It's actually, it's pretty amazing. The grammar that the kids were going through in, you know, fourth and fifth grades was like high school level, and they were expected to know it. And it's because, and the, because the parents, were directly paying for their children's educations, they were very invested. There were, and there weren't any discipline problems at school either because, again, the parents were directly invested, were directly paying for that education. And if there were discipline issues, um, that kid didn't go to school and the parents ended up paying for something that their kid couldn't benefit from. So, you know, it's, I don't think that the administrators justify $200,000 a year for a school, for a superintendent. I don't think that's justified. But the, the, the focus that places all of the monetary resources on the infrastructure of education while ignoring the, the involvement of parents is, is just throwing, throwing money after, after pointlessness. We've got to get the parents more involved in their children's education, or, or it's it's meaningless. It really doesn't matter. You're right. Blair, thank you for the call. Appreciate the insight. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio.
KIDO Talk Radio. You know, KIDO Talk Radio. Miller now, Sean Hannity this afternoon. KIDO Talk Radio. The pricing of oil is obscuring everything that you're talking about. How, how do you resolve the challenge we have right now in the price of oil? That's the, the economy, the market, they're not, it's not going to be able to recover unless we see some relief and relief that we can believe is a long-term solution for oil. Here's how you fix that problem. It was a policy mistake by Biden when he came in. You reverse the mistake. All you have to do is jawbone. The oil market's a futures market. Just announced you're going to license three new refineries on the East Coast. Also announced we're going to re-examine the, the, the XL pipeline. We're going to give back the leases in Anwar. We're going to give more carbon direction to understand what the costs are. All of those policy mistakes could be reversed by just getting up and jawboning it. You could take oil down below 100 bucks if you got more accommodative towards the future production. Yeah. Now, Biden may not do that. That's on him. And he'll pay I could, dearly I was for that say, I have interest. a bridge. I- and there we have it from uh, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful on the Shark Tank. Very simple what our energy policy has to be instead of driving us towards this insane clean energy or else. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk a little drugs. We're going to talk about uh, tickets to the Boise Music Festival. And, um, you know, back to this cheap teacher shortage. Are you concerned about this? And other news that impacts you with me, Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio. And again, we're going to still try to find some type of humor in this and not to belittle the issues, not to make fun of the issues, but I think that we we really need some laughter because if, in fact, all we're going to do is, you know, just give you the, eh, the punch in the face, well, that's a tune out and we don't want people tuning out. We want people tuning in again and again and again and, and maybe Joe... Kamala, Jen, and the others, they're like that person that they know they're going to get fired. They're like that quarterback that knows, or that coach that knows he's going to get fired. So they have nothing to lose when it comes to these insane energy policies. And they're just going to to, to drive us all off the energy cliff in hopes of converting us into electric vehicle users. <laughs> well, let's hope not. Uh, coming up, Optimism. With Kevin Miller. That'll be refreshing. A Town Square Media Station. Kevin Miller mornings. Sean Hannity afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio. 1075 FM. 580 AM. KIDO Nampa. Fox News Now. It's back to worrying on Wall Street. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. There's a big-time return to selling the day after some gains following the Fed's interest rate hike to fight inflation. Fox's Lillian Wu watching the markets and more live here in New York. Dave, Wall Street erasing gains and then some from yesterday's relief rally after the Fed raised interest rates by three-quarters of a percent. The Dow plunging more than 660 points right now. S&P off by 100. NASDAQ losing more than 300 with investors worried about recession. The jobs market remains strong with first-time claims dipping about 3,000 from the week before and a lot of housing stocks under pressure on dismal numbers from May when both construction started on new homes and permits for future construction fell sharply. Dave? Lillian, in about a half hour, the white accused gunman in the Buffalo, New York supermarket massacre is due in court again. Peyton Gendron's already facing state charges of terror and murder. Now it's federal hate crime and firearms counts. Gendron is accused of killing 10 black Buffalo residents at a neighborhood group.
grocery store and live streaming part of that attack. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland met with grieving family members Wednesday, reportedly telling them that the charges are death penalty eligible. Fox's Grinnell Scott later today, the Democrat-led House Committee probing last year's Capitol riot holds another hearing, this time into then-President Trump's effort to get Vice President Pence to refuse to certify Joe Biden's election. Retired federal judge Michael Ludig is one of the witnesses. He advised Mike Pence that he lacked the authority to toss electoral ballots. The committee also hears from former Pence counsel Greg Jacob. Attorney John Eastman floated a plan for Pence to accept alternate electors, but White House attorney Eric Hirschman rejected that. Fox's Chad Pergam at the Capitol. Storm and flooding has shut down Abbott baby formula production again at a Michigan plant that just reopened after being closed for months. That led to a shortage that's been a nightmare for some parents. Abbott says it has ample supply for some specialty formulas. America's listening to Fox News. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference KIDO Talk Radio. Now, KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic and weather together. Let's get you to work safely and on time. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio, traffic now. Still slow traffic coming out of Candy County into Ada County, dealing with that accident up at the Meridian Interchange. A lot of that cleaned up right now, but still damage done as traffic is slowing down. Saturday, June 25th is Midstar Day at Midstar Firearms. A great selection of guns and accessories, plus free swag, live demos, raffle, vendors, food trucks, and more at Midstar Firearms in Middleton. Saturday, June 25th from 10 till 5. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center. Sunshine highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. Their lips are moving. They're probably lying, but you're doing a fine job, Kevin. You are the man for freedom of speech. Every morning. Your community voice, Kevin Miller. Yeah, I can't even think. I'm so mad at times. It's a freaking liberal nutcases. On KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM and 580 AM. And uh, thank you for joining us. Mayhem in the AM with KM as we move, a lo- move along on this uh, sleepy Thursday morning. Phone numbers 580-5436. 580-KIDO. This portion of the program brought to you by friends at Beacon Plumbing that uh, urge you to stop freaking. Call Beacon at 207-5560. So, Yesterday, I really didn't get a chance to go into this story uh, concerning the Oregon drug overdose, um, overdoses increasing rapidly in the state. Now, you remember, in 2020, the measure backed by the Oregon legislature 
that decriminalized personal drug possession. You remember that? Uh, as well as increase the number of addiction recovery and sports centers. How is it working out in Oregon? When Oregon became the first state to decriminalize small amounts of all drugs, including meth, heroin, and fentanyl, many thought it would lead to more people entering drug treatment instead of jails. But 16 months into the experiment, many are calling it a complete failure. Very few people have gone into treatment, mainly because it's 100% voluntary. Drug overdose deaths in the state hit an all-time high last year, 1,069. David Murray is a senior fellow with the Hudson Institute and advised drug czars in two different administrations. It is predictable, was predicted, and now unfortunately is coming to pass in front of our eyes. In Portland, Dan Springer, Fox News. And there we have it. Another lesson that drug legalization doesn't work. And the poor folks in Fruitland, Idaho, my goodness gracious, they're on, they might as well be on the border of of the United States and Mexico when they're taking a look at uh, what's going on in Ontario with the dispensaries that are legal and the legalized drugs, which are legal. And, you know, if you're a, a law enforcement person in Fruitland, Idaho, man, you're right there on the front lines. And look, there are good people. There are wonderful people in Ontario. In fact, um, pre-COVID, we were doing our very best to try to go in and annex Ontario and liberate Ontario from, you know, the, the, the drugs and everything else. And really, life is all about choices, is it not? Life is about choices. You can, you know, there are two types of choices. You can live to work or work to live. You can take the money and be miserable, or you can not take the money, do a job that you like, and and still you might be miserable because you don't have any money. The people in Ontario, because you had the dispensaries with a lot of money, you had the dispensaries that spent a lot to get that election and to get the people voting in the right way, put in the dispensaries. And you've got the the drug addiction going up. You've got law enforcement in Idaho monitoring the border, pulling people over. What was it the other day? Uh, I was driving down the road and saw a bunch of senior citizens being pulled over and handcuffed because they had a bunch of plants. I don't know what type of plants they were, but you can guess. When are we ever going to, and is it really possible to go back to a society where we had right and wrong? You know, there's a big controversy now over the Pixar movie, Lightyear, where they have, uh, I guess, uh, two guys or two girls kissing. Why don't we just have Buzz Lightyear zipping around and going and saying to infinity and beyond, why do we have to have social engineering everywhere? Why do we have to have, uh, you know, society embracing the drugs? And I know some of you, you like the weed, you like the drugs and go, Kevin, man, I'm a good guy, but I like the weed. Okay. But at 580-5436-580-KIDO, we're going to get into trouble on this one. And we're going to be called names. And we're probably going to be called intolerant, bigoted, and homophobic, and everything else. And it's never the big things that get you fired. It's always the little things. So this could be a, a, fireable, uh, a fireable offense today. Is it possible in America today to say no to the pride? Is it possible in America today to say, I don't agree with that. Is it possible today to say, my religion does not condone the LGBTQ lifestyle? 
We have people, the news media, of course, won't cover it. Now, they'd be more than happy to cover Kevin Miller saying something inappropriate or making something up because that's what they do. That's the narrative. We have what happened in Coeur d'Alene where you have the Patriot Front members, and now they're threatening the police, allegedly. And allegedly they were going to do start a riot. And then we had, uh, you know, now people saying there's, there's more rise in homophobia in Idaho. I don't see that, but maybe I'm blinded to that. The state is one of the most tolerant, loving, accepting in the country. We don't get credit for that because now we have people saying Coeur d'Alene's history with racism and such. You had people, my goodness gracious, wearing khakis <laughs> uh, to a riot. Khakis. Well, they were the best-dressed rioters that I've ever seen, or alleged rioters. Like I said, if I had to pick between vacationing in Coeur d'Alene and sitting in a U-Haul with a bunch of other 30 sweaty guys, and maybe gals, wearing masks and all sorts of things, I think I would you know, probably watch the Squid Game on Netflix. But I digress. Now, think about this. And somebody the other day said that they were taking their kid to a public social club supported by taxpayers, a nonprofit. And part of the, the month of, uh, not May, but June, uh, is the, they want to have them embrace the rainbow and all sorts of things. And they said, look, I don't want to do that. And they said, well, then you're going to have to find another place to take your kid. Why can't we just say, okay, as Tone Loke would say, this is the 80s, I'm down with the ladies, ain't no plans with a man. And you have people in the LGBTQ community that can respect that just as they ask us to respect them. Amy in Boise, it's been a while. Good morning, you're on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning. Well, a couple of deals. Um, One of them is the um, LGBTQ community. Everybody um, needs to leave them alone, okay? We we are in America where we're free. We get free to do what we want. We're free to make our choices, and they're not harming you. Are they harming you by by doing what they want to do? Everybody everybody's got their own choices. Let let them have their own choice and let them live the way they want to live. Well, what if they're I don't? What, what if what if I what if I want to live the way I want to live? you do you can live the way you want to live and they can live the way they want to live that's what americans all about right well what if i say look i I, i'm all about uh embracing folks but please don't try and enforce my hand just like i won't try and force your hand well that's that's good to say if somebody is in your face trying to do something that you don't want you know trying to force you to do something but they're not they're not in your face trying to force you to do something you don't want to do Come on, Kevin. No, I've had people. I've had people. Life. I've had people e- uh, emailing the show, going, "Look, they're doing these kids' festivals, and they don't want their kids to be part of the festival." Well, they don't have that. If their kids are doing a festival and and they don't want their kids, pull them, pull them out. No, the they adults. The, the the adults are doing the festival for the kids. Well, like I said, you have your choice if you want your kid to go to an festival or not. You're you're the one that makes that choice. You can pull them out if you don't want them going to it. But like I said, they're not harming us. Well, we is it is it possible to just say I'm not down with that? 
without being called a homophobe? No, no, I, I'm I'm not down with it either. But well, you could have you could you could have you could have you could have fooled me. <laughs> you, you know who I am, Kevin. No, I'm 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 not down with that either. But they're not hurting me, so you, why should I well, mess you, with them? You seem pretty defensive about that, Amy. What's not that there's anything wrong with you being down with that? This, this is the land of America. We we're free here. We have, we're free to make our own choices. Free to do what we want. Sure, free love. Why, 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 why should you have the um, the control on who does what? I'm not advocating for control. I'm advocating for two sides to a story, and really, there isn't any. I mean, with the Biden White House, it's LGBTQ. Uh, it's not about acceptance. It seems it's more about um, quieting the opposition. No, it's about everybody just needs to let everybody be. Well, especially especially your friends need to let us be. My friends? Who's yeah, my friends? Yeah, the libs. The libs? You know for a fact that I'm not any kind of Republicans or Democrat. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. That's not what I heard. Well, I don't know what you're hearing, but uh, you might want to start listening to somebody different. <laughs> Well, if you say so. So anyway, but and, and then another thing on the weed, you know. Right. So you're not down with the, you're you're not down with the gays, and you're not down with the weed. Well, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, you like a little uh, toke every now and then. No, I do not. I do no. not smoke weed, and Good. I do not like drugs. You but, should keep it that way. But, but on the other hand. There is enough studies out showing that weed does help people with medical conditions. You just heard in Oregon the weed's destroying that state. Do you want Idaho to be destroyed? Like I said, no, it's not destroying the state. It is? It's actually helping the state with the economy and stuff. It's actually helping them. Hmm. So all I'm saying is we need to think about this smartly, okay? When it does help people with medical conditions, maybe we do need to allow medical marijuana. I'm, I'm not a, a drug fan at all, but oh, if it's it, going to help somebody that's dying of cancer, it sounds like you are. Have it. Sounds like you're down. It sounds like you know you might be having a little today. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It is funny. All right, Kevin. But you have a good day today. Thanks for the call, Amy. Appreciate you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. How do you follow that one up? Glenn in Napa, KIDO Talk Radio. Kevin Miller, hello. Hey, Kevin. Uh, if you want to see what weed is doing to Oregon, you need to look at what's going on in the southern counties of Oregon that are adjoining the California border. And I talked about this before, that there was a point last year where they seized it was like five or six counties over a three or four month period. They seized $1.3 billion in illegal weed. The cartels are taking over Southern Oregon with the weed. Um, but that's not why I called. So what would happen? Let's just throw this out there. What would happen if we had a second amendment pride parade in downtown Boise? What would the reaction be? Now, are everybody you, are, that's a second you, amendment supporter, right? Go down there. Yeah, go ahead. Now you're saying Second Amendment pride. Are you talking pride or are you talking pride? Uh, well, 
everybody that's pr- a proud Second Amendment supporter can go downtown and we'll uh, carry our guns and march through the town. Well, how would that go over, do you think? Well, I think people would say that, it, that they'd be worried about the militia and the bad people and all sorts of things. Yeah, you know, um, it's the choice that we make every day. Um, honestly, I carry a gun everywhere I can legally every day to protect myself. I choose to conceal carry. I choose not to open carry. I should be able to open carry, but when you open carry, it draws unwanted attention. And so, you know, I guess the analogy I'm trying to get to is with this whole pride thing, you know, you can do whatever you want. I don't care, but I don't want it shoved in my face. That's, that's, that's where I'm at. You know, as a Christian, we're told to love the sinner and hate the sin. Um, I've got relatives that are in that community and I love them and I don't look down on them for what they do, but I don't support that lifestyle. And that's my choice. Shouldn't you be allowed to say that? But I mean, today you do that. They're going to call you a a bigot, a phobe and everything else. Yeah, definitely. You know, it says in the Bible that God created male and female. There's only two genders. Biologically, there's only two genders. You either have an X and a Y chromosome or two X chromosomes. That's it. And I choose not to identify as a gender. What does the Bible say about that? Uh, you know, I think that uh, some of these people are going to be really upset if they go through and do their transition surgery. Uh meet God later on when they get resurrected and they've been put back to what they were, what they were born with. Yeah. You know, it, I don't know, you know, it's easy to get down in this world with everything that's going on. And it's just a matter you're talking about hope and trying to look for the good. And that's a choice that we've got to make every day. Do we look at the bad in the situation? Do we look for the good? And if we look and try to find the good in everything, we can be happy no matter the situation that we're in. Um, gas prices are crazy, but part of it is government interference in the market. Um, they're affecting the supply with their green energy policies, which is driving the price up. Um, so like Reagan said, the government just needs to get out of the way and let the people do their thing. I guess I'm all over the place today, but it's been that type of <laughs> show been all over this morning as I've been listening. Yeah. Oh, now I've been all over, huh? Yep. All right, Glenn. Yeah. You've talked. Uh, hey, I've talked about talk things that we've all talked about. And you've talked about since you getting another show. I appreciate and I'm not it. I'm going to give you a, a bad piece of pie joke about Biden like I did on Tuesday. So, huh. have a good one. Yep. You too, Kevin. All right. Our great friend Glenn in Napa. Catholic mom in Meridian. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not bad. Welcome to the program. Great. Hey, I just wanted to reply back to Glenn that we definitely do have a 2A um, march that we do, and it's usually in September, but because of COVID, we didn't get to have it. But there was probably 2,000 of us bearing our arms, walking through the streets of downtown Idaho with police protection and everything. It was fantastic. And we just need more people that are willing to stand up 
and show our pride in the Second Amendment, and we would have a turn of events for sure. Well, yeah, and they, they, you guys have had a Second Amendment march for years. Yeah, it's great. We just need more people to show up. They have, you know, all these people to show up for the Pride Parade. Why can't we have as many people show up for the 2A Parade? Because it's fantastic. Well, and why do you have major corporations that uh, that will back the Pride, but they won't back the 2A or the 4th of July Parade, which I find fascinating that there's no 4th of July Parade in Idaho's capital and largest city. I don't understand that they are more willing to give them money than people that have our constitutional rights. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I don't support those companies that give money to places that I don't like, so that's kind of how I do it. All right, uh, Catholic mom, not to be confused with um, Protestant mom, thank you. All right, thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Phone number is 580-5436-580-KIDO. What about the freedom to say no? KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Ramsey, today at noon. Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. So I took it to my crib and everything went well as planned. But when she got her dress, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw up my, I don't fool around with no Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky cold Medina. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s of Locus down with the lady. Uh, you'll never have Tone Loke, one of the former artists that appeared here at the Boise Music Festival. You'll never have Tone Loke sing that song again, saying this is the 80s and he's down with the ladies. Good morning, we're... Once again, meandering through a day on the right side. Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. You have news reports that the pride community is all pride and the LGBTQ is united. Um, you have the attacks or the attempted attacks in Coeur d'Alene. And then you have people that say, look, I'm a person of faith. Uh, I'm a person of tolerance, but I don't want my kids playing in the rainbow. When it comes to a public function or a school function, I'd rather have them playing kickball than, again, reading Rainbow. Uh, that's where we are. And is, is that out of line, or is that the American way of choice? Larry in Caldwell with Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Kevin. You're doing a good job keeping everybody informed. I read the paper a lot, the Idaho Press. And here back on last Tuesday, it said, Local faith group denounces pastors' anti-LGBTQ comments. And I read that article, and then went back, and there's like a 100 or so preachers and bishops and everything else that's down on this pastor for saying exactly what the Bible was stated, that, you know, Marriage is between man and woman, not guy and guy and girl and girl. And you go into Leviticus and you can read that. So what I my concern is, is how come none of these preachers or pastors are getting up and defending this and trying to make it public and point it out that this gay stuff is not acceptable in the public? Got any comments there, Mr. Miller? Well, I mean, I don't know if you heard that, though, but 
that guy's talking about, and I, I think I've heard those comments. I mean, he's talking about attacking people that are gay, and, you know, that's not the way of the Lord. Very true, but how are you going to get through to those people, Kevin? I mean, that this is not the way of the Lord, two girls or two guys, you know. And why do you let, Why? how can we keep from letting this spread through the public? I mean, I keep used to think common sense was available, but it's not anymore. <laughs> well, I think, you know, again, we're all entitled to our own beliefs, and, you know, I think we're all going to be judged for our beliefs by God. But you can't, uh, you can't stop people from behaving the way they want to. But on the other hand, Larry, I think you should have a right to say, I don't really agree with that. I mean, if you guys want to do that, uh, you want to go to the YMCA, go ahead. But, you know, leave me alone. I think that's the, the way the society's going. And, you know, Larry, you go back to this pastor, though. I, I heard those comments. You, you can't say those things about people and uh, about any sort of people. And they, they should be condemned. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to actually say, you know, death will be upon you, that's not right. But still, it's how do you open up the people's eyes that are preaching this and getting to our kids, you know? They're uh, satanic in their own sayings, I guess. But. Mm. Well, uh, you've uh, stirred up a hornet's nest, Larry. I, I hope you're proud of yourself. Must have been the, the Tone Loke song that got you motivated. Well, I'm just more or less frustrated that yeah. more of the clergy isn't jumping on board to kind of maybe straighten this Mr. Jones out or defend or us against the LGBTQ community. I mean, as to me, I look at Boise's got a big black eye on it. But mm. Well, uh, Larry, we appreciate your call. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, you know, uh, again, and by the way, we do have that story on our website, not one but two stories on the Boise pastor that is in hot water for his comments that were inappropriate concerning the LGBT community. Look, we don't want to be lumped in with folks that are, you know, overly harsh, that say things that are not acceptable. But on the other hand, you just want to, you know, how many people have gay friends? How many people have, uh, you know, gay relatives? You know? And do they sit there and, and, and hit you with indoctrination? Probably not. But they want to live their lives a certain way. The Supreme Court has ruled. Whether you agree with it or not, that's how it is. America is a tolerant country. Idaho is a tolerant state. But you have a few, and we'll use the Michael Wilbon term, knuckleheads, that give us a, a black eye. And I think that's where Larry was going. Your reaction next. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now on the freeway. Looking better now. They've got that accident all cleared up at Meridian. It's a nice flow of traffic through there. Still finishing cleanup of that accident at Gowan and Orchard on the east side of the city. Saturday, June 25th is Midstar Day at Midstar Firearms. A great selection of guns and accessories, plus free swag, live demos, raffle, vendors, food trucks, and more. It's all at Midstar Firearms in Middleton, Saturday, June 25th from 10 till 5. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center, sunny and hot highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. 
Today's hearing of the House Committee investigating the Capitol riot will focus on former President Trump's efforts to have Vice President Pence overturn the election. Retired federal judge Michael Ludig is one of the witnesses. He advised Mike Pence that he lacked the authority to toss electoral ballots. The committee also hears from former Pence counsel Greg Jacob. The committee today will not probe alleged surveillance tours around the Capitol complex the day before the riot. Fox's Chad Pergram, a show of support in Ukraine in its fight against Russia. French President Emmanuel Macron, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, and Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi visiting the Ukrainian capital, arriving together by special overnight train. Macron denouncing what he called massacres, calling the trip a message of European unity to the Ukrainian people. Fox's Lillian Wu. Two American military vets, meantime, are reported missing in Ukraine. America's listening to Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic and weather together. Let's get you to work safely and on time. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Kevin. KIDO Talk Radio. Traffic now on the freeway looking better now. They've got that accident all cleared up at Meridian. It's a nice flow of traffic through there. Still finishing cleanup of that accident at Gowan and Orchard on the east side of the city. Saturday, June 25th is Midstar Day at Midstar Firearms. A great selection of guns and accessories, plus free swag, live demos, raffle, vendors, food trucks, and more. It's all at Midstar Firearms in Middleton, Saturday, June 25th from 10 till 5. Your Treasure Valley forecast from the KIDO Weather Center, sunny and hot highs near 90. That's your traffic now. I'm Dave Burnett on KIDO Talk Radio. Hey, Treasure Valley, catch me, Sean Hannity, today at 3. Now it's back to my friend. I've known him for years. Great guy, Kevin Miller, right here on KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM. That's right, 107.5 FM. And more of your phone calls. Let's go to Ann in Boise with Kevin Miller. Good morning, Ann. Hello. Hello, Ann. Hello. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, we're new to Boise. We just arrived here in December from Coeur d'Alene. I was inspired to call this morning because of Larry's comments. And I have um, experienced in my church back in Coeur d'Alene um, kind of a progressive congregation, I guess you'd say. However, the pastor there was in the habit of just preaching the Bible. He preached the Bible, all of it, the old, the new. Uh, most of all, it was a welcoming body, and everybody was welcome. All sinners, even homosexuals, attended the church, not particularly invited because they're homosexual or anything like that, but just because they were feeling that spiritual need. And I have heard the testimony more than once of folks like that that heard the gospel and felt the love of Christ displayed through the congregation uh, without judgment and condemnation, who actually experienced the kindness of God and it led them to repentance. So I feel that um, the church is here to introduce people to the kindness of God and let the Holy Spirit convict them of sin. Um, let's get busy and put the fire under our politicians to do the work that uh, Larry was um, talking about when he expressed his fear that uh, the LGBTQ people are going to take over. It is true that there's an influence there that we need to fight against 
to protect our children, but I'm not sure it's the job of the church to do that. Well, and, all, and, all right, Ann, thank you for the call. Welcome to the Treasure Valley. Thank you. I love your program. Oh, thank you, Ann. Appreciate it. Now, really what this is talking about, and one of the, you know, again, it's a slow day, so we're going to go, we're going to dip our toes into the cultural wars here. But here's the story. In May, in a May sermon, Pastor Joe Jones of Shield uh, Faith Baptist Church in Boise told his congregation, put all blanks to death. When they die, that stops pedophilia, Jones said. Now you have the, the Idaho press corps wondering whether or not the police should arrest him. And the Boise police is aware of Boise, the Boise pastor's sermon calling for LGBTQ people to be put to death, but it says it doesn't meet the legal requirement for criminal hate speech or malicious harassment. Well, this does not aid the cause of tolerance that we were talking about for quite some time. You know, I don't think you have people saying put people to death. I know that. Look, we all have to work together. We all have to get along, right? But when you go too far one way or the other, then you get the backlash. Now, I'm sure I would hope and I would pray that the pastor would apologize for saying those remarks. And that would go a long way into, you know, having, you know, building unity in the community. But many people do not like, and you, you know, you see the, the parades that go on in other parts of the country where it gets a little too provocative. And then you have pro-life giving us his, his thoughts on the, the parades and such. The bottom line here is, I think that if we didn't use our behavior as an identifier, we'd go along, uh, uh, we'd get uh, further along the, the dial. Lucille, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio with Kevin Miller. Hello, Lucille. Hello, Kevin. Um, as a Christian, I totally reject and condemn the pastor's words. I'm sorry. Jesus does not tell us to persecute people who sin. He does not tell us to hate them. He does not tell us to call them names. In fact, part of the Sermon of the Mount, uh, if I remember correctly, Jesus says, if you call your brother, you fool, you're in danger of hellfire. So that is not the way, that is not the way, Kevin, that does a very, very bad service to our faith. You cannot go around saying he should die, he should. The Lord decides when people will die, not us. So that is really, uh, uh, I mean, I'm disturbed because that sort of, of language is not at all Christian. And remember that uh, the Lord said, love the sinner, hate the, the sin. Now, having said that, um, it is right, it is okay to say, I'm sorry, I do not approve of that kind of lifestyle. I believe there are only two genders, but you say it in a civil manner, Kevin, because otherwise people like the pastor do a very, very slim favor to our faith. Well, that's not Christ. Where did Christ say, go and kill, you know, the, 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 that, that, that's Islam, go and kill the infidel. We're not Islamic. We're Christians. Christ never said, Christ said, forgive your brother 70 times seven. 
He says, do not, you know, hey, you can't hate, you have to, you have to reconcile with your brother if you're angry with him. All that is what comes from Christ, Kevin, not this, go and kill them, they should be done. That's, that's awful. So having said that, yes, defend your faith. Yes, defend the principles of your faith. Yes, you can say like I do, sorry, I don't agree with that. I think that there are only two genders being biologically proved for 2,000 years, only two genders, and, you know, they were, the man was made to men and women were made to complement each other and to, you know, the sex was made for the procreation of the species. But from there to go and say, oh, kill them, that is, that, that, it's unacceptable, Kevin, unacceptable. What do you think? See, I agree with you wholeheartedly. See, maybe I'm naive, but I think that this area is the most tolerant area in the country. And then, you know, Larry brings up the pastor, and you can't, you can't say those things. It's irresponsible to say those things. Well, it's, what, irresponsible. it's not only irresponsible, Kevin, it makes, it makes the pastor the bad guy. It makes our faith the bad guy. You know, and these people are the usual victims and the martyrs. And, and we, that is what I don't accept because that's not what my faith is about. So I'm sorry for the pastor, but no way. His speech is intolerable on, and intolerant, honestly. I mean, I, am, I, I always say, no, I'm sorry, you can do whatever you want to me. But I do not agree with it. I'm not going to persecute you. Do whatever you want. Live right. I'm not going to persecute you. Please don't indoctrinate me. Exactly. Exactly. You know, don't force me to accept your, your lifestyle, but go ahead and live it if you want. You know, I mean, tolerance is a two-way street, isn't it? I yeah. thought so. That's the thought of the day. Lucille, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. No, I was just thinking about you. We haven't heard from you in a while. Glad you're back, R&R. Yes, Kevin. Um, to say that somebody should be put to death by one human being to a mass is without a doubt hate-filled, irresponsible, dangerous, and it has gone on. I've been a, a student ever since I became the Church of Cheese and Rice of Latter-day Rattle-Day Snakes. Um, studied Buddhism as a Buddhist monk in Oregon, blah, 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 blah. Greco-Roman, blah, 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 blah. Uh, believer that the stories and the stories and the records of the ancient script from Bhagavad Gita and on and on and on and on and on to say by human being to pro provoke and judge any other class in Greco-Roman style is so evil. It's, it's just history in all re recorded script that human beings wander and stray and have animalistic instinct. It's just evil, and I concur. The pastor should forgive and apologize and feel so horribly ashamed, just like Romney. 
I think that's enough on the subject. My best, the guy I rode that drove me and several other of my friends to buy our class rings in 1969, uh, I'll never forget. He was called Danny Queerbait. Horribly abused and murdered himself for the Vietnam era with his lover on when he came home in 1970. Well, um, we're, we're, we're sorry for that, R&R. We appreciate it. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. It's Dave Ramsey. Listen to me today, live at noon. And now back to my friend Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM. That's 107.5 FM. Okay, I guess we're back. Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Let's go to Ed in Idaho. Ed, good morning. Hi, Kevin. Uh, this is Ed. Hi, Ed. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Ed. Well, what I've got to say is uh, I want people to call their senators, representatives, and congressmen about this gun law. Because they're trying to figure out a way to come to your door and take your guns away from you. And uh, to fight against it. We've called Crapo and Simpson and them guys this morning and told them to vote against that law. So you want to be careful what your government's doing. They're, they're just bound and determined they're going to get our guns one way or another. Oh, I, I, I would agree with you, yeah. My daughter called me this morning and said that for people to be awful careful, if you see a dollar bill rolled up or folded on the street, don't pick it up because it's laced with drugs. Because that's what they done in Tennessee, and two kids died from it because it was uh, this uh, fentanyl. And they get it in their in their skin and absorb it, and they kill them. So tell the people that they see money folded up on the road, don't pick it up because it's laced with drugs. And uh, but I am very disgusted with the Democratic Party and Joe Biden. Seems like they're just trying to ruin America. He's a socialist. And him and uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama's running the country. He, Joe Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Obama. Ain't. You know, so that's my people have got to stick with God and do what's right instead of listen to Joe Biden and the Democrats. So that's all I've got to say. All right. Thank Ed. you for hearing me out. All right. Well, thank you for calling in, Ed. We appreciate it. Big Joe in Meridian with Kevin Miller. Good morning, Big Joe. Good morning, Kevin. How are you doing? I love your show like usual. Oh, but thank you. I was just gonna put I was gonna put my spill on this real quick is the people what happened with North Idaho, I'm not mad at it whatsoever. You know, hey, this is what's crazy. I'm gonna take on a different spin real quick because they're always really quick to label white people, white pride, racist, all that stuff. To me, what what whatever. 
because you know what? Let's just go with me. I'm Hispanic, right? Am I ethnic related? Yes, I am. I'm a southerner from California. Plus, there's also Northern California Mexicans too. Then you have your Crips in your blood. With that being said, all those different groups do not like the whole homosexual movement because what they do to kids. And we see this. That's why it's up to us as parents to treat people with respect. But you know what? We don't like their, we don't hate them personally. We just don't like their behavior. And right away, they're quick to put the blame on the, the white guys. And I just, I find it appalling for a reason is right away we're the galaxy of gotcha. Right away, want to put, want to put um, a label on these, on these men that were up there. And the guy that bailed him out, Josh, now they want to, like, to public shame him and everything. If that's what they believe, then so be it. I'm not going to be mad at that. And I have no problem if they're going to do whatever they want to do because that's what they believe 100%. But right away, when something happens, it's always going to the neo-Nazi era right away. That's what Idaho's known for. And it's a sad thing because we growing up, we grew up with Bible-based principles teaching our children. Now that the alphabet mafia, LGBT, XYZ, whatever, they're getting mad because of stuff that's happening around the world. But you know what? When it comes down to it, God above made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And this is where they get mad at. And I just don't want to see them put this poison into our kids, especially like my kids and Marie. I have a sit down with them and let them know what's right and wrong. We're Christians, a value, a Bible-based principle. We love our guns. We love the, our, our neighbor, but we don't love what they practice. And, it, and you know what? If the, if the guys from the Patriots, uh, I can't remember the name, but, but if that's what they believe, then so be it. Because you know what? In honesty, this is just my opinion looking at it. This is just me. There's just another... They're just a, a, basically another gang, supposedly, just like me, Sudanio Mexicans, right, Southerners, or the North Daniels or the Crips and Bloods. It's just another. But what all of us have alliance with is we do not promote any harm to children, just like that one bar that let kids go over there. That would be unheard of. And if you're ever busted, they'll be taken out swift. I mean, it'd be a green light on site. You know, it's just... It's just, it's just what it is. Now everybody's going to be a title, and if you don't agree with it, you're a racist. And that's not even – that's the far from the truth, you know. But just want to throw a spill, Kevin. I listen to you every day. Thank you so much. And you know what? God bless you, and God bless America. God bless you, Big Joe. Um, yeah. Let's go to Dennis in Meridian with Kevin Miller. Good morning, Dennis. Good morning, Kevin. How are you? Not bad. How are you, sir? I'm well. We're going to vacation Bible school with my three grandsons. Oh, but what I wanted to um, <laughs> what I wanted to uh, remind people is, let's introduce them to Jesus. And if I recall, Jesus um, talked with the gal that was caught in the act of adultery. He didn't kill her. He didn't um, do anything to harm her. But he didn't excuse her activity. He asked her. Um, they. They, he forgave her because she came in repentance. And uh, I, just like the previous caller said, that um, if if it was Adam and Steve, we wouldn't have any humanity. Um, if if everything went to the LGBTQ, then there would be no children. And that was one of the things that God called us to do was to called Adam and Eve to do was go forth and multiply. And so that's kind of going against God's law. 
Well, Dennis, I appreciate the call. Have fun at the Bible camp. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. What an hour that was. We'll talk guns and more of this topic next. Kevin Miller, don't forget, Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. Fox News now, true believers. Town Square Media Station. 580 AM, KIDO Nampa, K298CN Boise, 107.5 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio, Fox News Now. This hasn't happened since January of last year. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Dow has dropped below 30,000. It's plunging 830 points. The NASDAQ is off by 466, its lowest level since September 2020. In a return to selling the day after a rebound following the Fed's big interest rate hike to fight inflation, 9 in 10 people surveyed in a new Fox poll say gas prices, which have dipped slightly the last couple of days, are a financial problem for them. According to the Wall Street Journal, higher gasoline prices contributed to roughly 20% of May's 8.6% year-over-year inflation rate because nearly all products are transported aboard trucks at some point. Those prices pass along to companies and ultimately to the consumer. Fox Business Network's Lydia Hu at a shipping company in Jersey City, which is imposing a $250 fuel surcharge per delivery. In a few hours, House Democrats will again put former President Trump's post-election conduct on public display. In the third public hearing this month, the Select Committee and Investigating the Capitol riot intends to make the case former President Trump pressured his vice president to reject electors on January 6th. Fox's Jared Halpern, two Americans from Alabama, veterans from the Marines and Army, who went to Ukraine to help in the fight against Russia, are missing. Fox's Nate Foy and Lviv says the fear is they may have been captured by Russian forces in Kharkiv, right outside Kharkiv. The U.S. State Department calls the report unconfirmed and says, quote, we are closely monitoring the situation and are in contact with Ukrainian authorities. Abbott has shut down production of baby formula again at a plant in Michigan, this time because of a storm and flooding. That facility had recently reopened after being closed for months following a recall, which led to a baby formula shortage. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf says parents should not worry. We'll have more than enough product to meet current demand. America's listening to Fox News. If you're living with aches and pains, especially if they're frequent and nagging and relentless, I want you to take a moment and think back to the last time you really felt good. Can you even remember what it felt like? Now, here's even a more important question. What would you give to go back to feeling like that again? Maybe it would just be nice to take a stroll with your loved one or play with your grandchildren. I've suffered from persistent, crippling pain almost all the time for about five years. When I started taking Relief Factor, I took it because my wife made me start taking it. I didn't think it would work for me. Yet here I am today, virtually pain-free, doing the things I love to do, all thanks to my wonderful wife and Relief Factor. I love that it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Are you part of that 70% that can get your life back? Your first step to becoming pain-free just might be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio presents. Their lips are moving, they're probably lying, but you're doing a fine job, Kevin. You are the man for freedom of speech. Every morning. Your community voice, Kevin Miller. Yeah, I can't even think. I'm so mad at times. It's a freaking liberal nutcases. On KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM and 580 AM. 
Thank you for joining us. Kevin Bell in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. Phone number is 580-5436. 580-KIDO. What an incredible hour it was last hour. We made it through without getting any phone calls to the uh, the corporate office that we know of or nasty emails. And really, it comes down to tolerance. Tolerance being a, a two-way street. And yeah, tolerance is easier said than done. And... Um, you know, we've got the case of the Boise pastor. You've got people wondering why the police aren't arresting him, telling his congregation that people that are the gays, homosexuals, should be killed. It's not the way of God, but uh, we'll all be judged by that. Then you have the, the gay flags being stolen. Idaho, once again, getting a, a bad rap at the line of scrimmage uh, when most of us, whether you agree with somebody's lifestyle or not, whether you agree with somebody's principles or not, you sit back and, you know, you just want to be left alone. Most people just want to be left alone. Isn't that correct? Just want to be left alone, mind their own business, raise their family, and, of course, they want the shared values. Now, today, what's in? Traditional America? Out. Uh, what is in is the rainbow and the pride. And it's the pride month, and you're going to have the pride parade in September and all sorts of things. And as I said last hour, and I'll say it this hour at 580-5436-580-KIDO, just like this program isn't for everyone, pride isn't for everyone. But you have people that are very passionate, that have been marginalized, that have been in the closet, as they used to say, that because society today is a lot more, a lot more understanding, tolerant, um, forgiving, that they are continuing to go on. First it was the gay marriage, then it was this, then it was this, now it's the trans and everything else. And what a lot of people, a lot of businesses are forgetting is there's a whole other side of the aisle that says, look, I don't care what you do, but I don't really want to be forced, as a Big Joe just said, I don't want to be forced to have my kids um, exposed to such, such things. You know, it's an interesting world we live in, and I wish I was this coherent at 6 in the morning. Well, Kevin Miller, it would be wasted on 6 in the morning because most people are coherent, especially you, and you're barely coherent now. That's a good point. See, when you get old, you don't have to have people talk back to you. You have the voices talk back to you for you, and then you forget what you're talking about. What I'm, what I'm saying is that there should be a, a discussion but you don't have to call people names if you disagree with them. There should be a rational discussion when it comes to where you want to live, what you want to do, what values you support. I'm amazed, and we have a wonderful business community, that when you take a look at the, the corporate and government sponsors for the Pride agenda, it's a ton of people. To even speak out about it, you risk being called names. And yet when we, you talk about God, guns, and the Bible that have been around as long or before the country was founded, eh, I want to shy away from that just because that's controversial. That's polarizing. America was born on being polarizing, and we've become, really become a nation of that we don't want conflict. And it's like what Jonah Goldberg talked about, moral bullying. And that's what we see today. Yeah, 
do um, are there acts that are inappropriate? Yes. Now, are we going to see people say, see, Kevin Miller, this is why the Idaho legislature needs to pass add the words. This is why the Idaho legislature that has failed to even get this thing out of committee needs to finally add the words of discrimination. You've got uh, the flags on Harrison Boulevard being stolen. You've got the Patriot Front trying to do gosh knows what they were going to do in their khakis in Coeur d'Alene. You've got the minister saying that gay people should be put to death. The police, they're not charging him for that. And this is why Idaho needs more laws to keep people from harming one another. I don't think that that's the case. I think uh, reality in Idaho is you don't discriminate against anybody. People are too busy having a good time or trying to make ends meet. That takes a lot of energy to uh, go to war with someone. You must have a lot of free time on your hands. And then you have the White House saying that, you know, we're going to foster this. And, you know, if you disagree with it, you're a bad person. See, that's where both sides lose. You should be able to say, look, um, have your parade, have your this, have your that. But it's not the way I choose to live my life. And just as you want respect, you should be able to give respect on that. I think that's what everybody seems to be missing, don't you? At 580-5436-580-KIDO. Also coming up, we'll talk more about the guns. But back to the add the words thing locally. Whether or not uh, you'll see the Republicans, and I'm starting to agree with this statement, the Republicans in Idaho are starting to resemble the Republicans in Washington, where they're going, yeah, we need sensible gun reform. Yeah, we need sensible laws on the books to not to discriminate because you have other people. And who was it? Was it Dr. Trump that had like the corporate CEOs here a year, two, three, it must have been pre-pandemic, where they're talking about, Idaho lacks diversity and cultural diversity, and we need to bring more diverse people in as if to criticize the state for the contents of its inception. In other words, the state isn't uh, resembling San Francisco. Have you been to San Francisco? Have you been to Seattle? Have you been to Portland? That's why people are coming here to get a dose of sanity. At 580-5436-580-KIDO. So that's one topic. And again, I might be totally off base, but I think that, again, when it comes to the pride and everything else, number one, you should have a right to say, I, I, I don't want that. I don't want my kid exposed to Buzz Lightyear and the, the same-sex kiss. I, I don't want my kid to be taught at summer camp uh, about the, the lifestyle. It's too young for that. I don't want my kid to be taught about sex ed at, at, at all. I want them to have a good time and you know, shoot hoops and, and play kickball. Is that asking too much? And there's a resounding audience for that. You take a look at, you know, the online platforms of some of these people. It's just outstanding what they've developed and what they continue to develop. So we'll talk about that. Also, what Ed called in about concerning guns. Real good, solid ways of bringing our city forward. Governor Murphy, we've been talking about crime with Mayor Adams. You've been putting some pressure on your legislature there in New Jersey in the wake of the 
tragedies, the unthinkable tragedies in Uvalde and in Buffalo on gun reform. What does that look like in your estate and how might the laws change there? Yeah, we have among the most, um, the, the, the safest gun safety laws in America. I think we're in the top couple of states, uh, but we can be safer. And so we've got a gun reform package 3.0. We've already passed two uh, significant and signed two significant packages of legislation, but we need to do more. Uh, whether it's how you store your ammunition, how old you should be to own a long gun, uh, you, you should just like you take a lesson to learn how to drive a car, you should do the same thing before you're purchasing a gun, common sense stuff. Uh, so we're pursuing that with our legislature. I'm, I'm optimistic actually that we'll get a meaningful uh, progress on this, but we also need to get progress in Washington. Um, 85% of the crime guns that are retrieved in New Jersey come from out of state. Um, and so as strong as we might be in terms of our laws, uh, we're not an island. We need the country. So New Jersey has some of the strongest gun laws in the country. And yet here you have the Democratic governor who was just barely reelected, just barely reelected wanting even more gun restrictions. And isn't that what we fear? I'm from the government. I'm here to help. And you heard, maybe you heard Ed last hour saying he doesn't want the Idaho Republicans to go along with the Democrats, to go along with everything else when it comes to taking your right to protect yourself. Long guns, age restrictions, buck stocks, ammunition, magazines, clips, the criminals are still going to get their weapons. The patriots, the pioneers, the forces of good are the ones you're penalizing. We're also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQI, excuse me, plus Americans in housing in healthcare, in education, in employment, financial service, and the criminal justice system. First thing I signed. Well, that's his priority, but he got a little tongue-tied there because there's getting a lot of letters for good old Joe. Back to this situation, though, when you're looking at the Senate and the House and everything else that is at stake. Mitch McConnell saying... Yeah, my, 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 gosh, we should have some sensible gun reform. Gun reform doesn't seem to work. And I get a little scared. I don't know about you, but I, I get a little scared when people on our side are agreeing with this guy. Once we have the language for a gun safety bill, I'm prepared to make it the next legislative matter considered on the Senate floor. We want to move quickly and decisively to make sure... We don't let this opportunity slip away. Did you hear that? This opportunity. That's a, a sad statement of fact from the Senate Majority Leader. Charlie Chuckles Schumer. At 580-5436-580-KIDO. Charlie's Chuckle Schumer. We're going to get this bill passed. 
because I don't want to lose this opportunity. Tell that to the parents in Uvalde. Tell that to the relatives in Buffalo. Tell that to the entire country, Chuckles, that is sitting there trying to figure out what in the heck is next for all of us. The Senate flipping majority leader doesn't want this gun legislation to go away. We've had tragedies in Las Vegas. We've banned the bump stocks. The bump stocks are gone. We still have these horrible shootings. Once we have the language for a gun safety bill, I'm prepared to make it the next legislative matter considered on the Senate floor. We want to move quickly and decisively to make sure we don't let this opportunity slip away. Opportunity or infringement? 580-5436-580-KIDO. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Kevin Miller now. 580-5436. That's 580-KIDO. Thank you for joining us. Kevin Miller in the morning. KIDO Talk Radio. Chucky Schumer basically saying, hey, man, don't let this opportunity to take your guns go to waste. Medic Dave with Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Medic Dave. Good morning, Kevin. Nice to thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. In regards to guns, I have a few quotes from my from our founding fathers. If I may, I'd like to read them to you. Why not? All right. They that can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Benjamin Franklin, 1759. Now, this is an interesting one. Dem- democracy is two wolves and a lamb voting on what to have for lunch. Liberty is a well-armed lamb contesting the vote. <laughs> to disarm the people is the most effective way to enslave them. George Mason. Anyway, I'll tell you where I'm coming from in this whole situation. As I described myself as a medic day from from uh, Meridian, I was uh, drafted into the army on a one AO classification. Do you know what that is? No. That's a conscientious objector who chooses not to bear arms, but still serve the serve the country and the and the capacity of a medic or corpsman. So I was against carrying an arm because I didn't want to kill another person, okay? But I was okay with being in the military and to save lives as much as possible and the capacity of a medic and taking care of the wounded and stuff like that. But having said that, I would do any, uh, I would uh, go to the death to preserve the Second Amendment right for anybody else to carry a gun and to bear arms. I would defend that to the death. So even though I make a choice of not wanting to kill somebody, and and somewhat I've kind of modified my ways in, in, uh, later in life, and that uh, I do have guns in the house, and uh, I am exercising my Second Amendment right in that capacity for for protection. But anyway, that's what I wanted to share with it what the people, what the founding fathers said. I guess a number of other ones that I would share, maybe I'll call on another day. 
Now, in regards to this whole thing about homosexuality and all the other stuff that has been discussed. The LGBTQ. Yeah, all that stuff, whatever, the alphabets, <laughs> you know, soup, whatever you want to call it. The Bible does say in the Torah and the first four or five books of the Bible that uh, adulterers should be stoned to death and under that same uh, edict, a command, uh, it, it, it would in, include the homosexuals if they were to be stoned to death. Now, the difference about that situation then and what is different about it now is Israel, and through Moses and, and etc., they were a theocracy. You know who their king was at that time? Who? God was their well, king. God's always their king, yeah. And later on, you know, they wanted to have a human king, and God said, no, I don't want you to have a human king for obvious reasons. No golden calf. Yeah, and so they, he allowed them to have a have a human king, and this is and they had all kinds of problems ever since, you know, as far as disobedience to God and going to uh, worshiping Moloch and uh, heathenism and all the paganism and all that kind of stuff. Uh, we don't have a theocracy now, so God could push forth an edict like that and tell them, you know, if a person was caught in adultery and stuff like that, they could be stoned, because that was an order from God. But today, we don't have a theocracy. We have a whole different situation, as uh, as pointed out about Jesus, how he uh, dealt with a woman that was caught in adultery. He, he pointed out, what did he point out to her? And to those that were that were accusing her, he, you who without sin, you know, go ahead and do uh, this act and everything. He pointed out that we're all sinners. Homosexuality is a sin, just as much as adultery is a sin, or thievery is a sin. So we're all sinners. Right. He without right. sin cast uh, cast the first stone. That's right. He. They went out sin and cast the first stone and everything. They all walked away, realizing uh, what he was pointing out to them and everything. So we don't have a right as fellow sinners to uh, to condemn uh, someone else to death for for that type of thing, unless there's several laws on the books that, that say that's okay to do. You know, well, not anyway. not here. Thank you, Medic Dave, and thank you for your service. Pro Life joins us now on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Pro. Well, I'm sure glad you get up early and go down to the station and do your thing every day. It's it's good for our valley and for everybody that listens. Um, you've noticed today that I guess uh, it's the majority of the people anyway, maybe 90% of them are saying, well, we have to tolerate the sin. Um they just don't need to um, insist on it in us. They they shouldn't be calling us um, bigots and racists and phobias, you know, because we don't accept their sin. <clears throat> well, that's our real problem. We've gone generations, I don't know, hundreds of years, you know, tolerating, compromising, um, I guess you'd say, our conscience and the law of God. And so that's how we got into this situation, and we can't get back out of it until we go back to respecting the law of God and natural law and uh, 
just the way things ought to be. And so um, you can never, in my way of looking at it, in a Christian way, you can never tolerate sin. You should not tolerate it in yourself or others. And that and that's what's uh, that's what's brought us down. I mean, you know, our lawyers, judges, attorneys, politicians—they're taught to lie. You know, in law school, they say, "Well, you're going to have to lie because the other side's going to lie on on their position, and then the judge or jury will come to the middle and the compromise and the equity position." <clears throat> and uh, so we have a really messed up society, and uh, it's just like the the rules of debate. You know, somebody that really has a godly conscience would never debate something that they didn't believe in. But you're supposed to take both sides, say, of the abortion question and argue for and against it. Well, I mean, a godly person would say, no, I'll never uh, <clears throat> argue for abortion because that's murder. I can't argue for that. I can't, mur- I can't argue for lying. I can't argue for um, sexual sin whatever and that's that's our real problem right there is we're we've tolerated um, going away from godly conscience and so the law doesn't save us it's having a godly conscience that saves us and that's what Jesus was trying to show uh, trying to get us to do is to have a conscience not tolerate sin and uh, so anyway that's what we're going to have to do is go back to that position. And uh, if we do, then we can't be Republicans because they lie all over the place. And, of course, we can't be Democrats because they're really way out there. And uh, and our churches are pretty messed up. I mean, they'll tolerate about everything. And so we need to have a rearrangement of... of uh, You're talking about a reformation. Yeah, a reformation. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And... Uh, Hopefully, it, the Christian people will realize that they need to reform and reform others and call for Christian reformation and go back to the original, um, you know, New Testament kind of uh, attitude, morals, and motive. I mean, you know, Jesus' motive is to never tolerate uh, any kind of sin and to live for truth, all truth. I mean, you know, if you say you're going to follow Christ, then you should say, okay, I'm going to have a motive to only live for truth. I'm not going to um, earn my money by doing something wrong. I'm not going to, that violates my conscience. So that that's our, uh, that's our big dilemma right there. And uh, <clears throat> it doesn't look like we're, we're trying to change things through the rules Oh, and I'd like to comment about that pastor, you know, that uh, said that homosexuals should be put to death. He's not saying that his church is going to do that. He's going to do that. He's saying that that's what the the law should be. Now, I don't even think the law should be that. I think that uh, the New Testament, Christ coming and changing lots of the Old Testament uh, law, and he did, um, I think he's... He's totally sincere, and he believes the Bible is the Word of God, but the New Testament and the Old Testament are different kinds of um, situations. 
and Jesus reformed the Old Testament. You know, he did away with circumcision. He did away with... Uh, he did away, yep. Thank you, Pro-Life. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio brings you the world. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. The Dow has fallen below 30,000 on Wall Street for the first time in a year and a half, with some investors concerned an interest rate hike could lead to a recession. So far, higher interest rates are having little impact on layoffs. The Labor Department says there were 229,000 new claims for unemployment benefits last week, down 3,000 from the week before. The largest increases in new claims were in Florida, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Missouri, and Illinois. Michigan, Mississippi, New York, Oklahoma, and New Jersey saw declines. Fox's Jenny Casola. The water plant in Billings, Montana, has restarted. It was shut down because of the flooding that's closed Yellowstone National Park. You have to respect uh, Mother Nature around here, whether it's the mountains or the rivers. There, there is no mercy. Um, these, these places are wild and free. Rob Lauren manages Don Bailey's outdoor company in Livingston, Montana. The southern part of Yellowstone could reopen on Monday. The northern part's been hit worse. America's been, America's listening to Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. What? Vanity this afternoon. Kevin Miller now. KIDO Talk Radio. Well, we appreciate uh, the phone calls and what you have to say. Let's go to Patriot Ray. Good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Good morning, Kevin. You know, um, I've been voting since I was allowed to vote, start voting. And I see that the Democrats, the Republicans, they, they all lie. They tell us one thing, they're going to change this, they're going to do this. But then we've got 10 senators who are willing to give our gun rights away. We've got others who are more our runners also who are doing things against the Constitution, against our country. The states need to start standing up and be sovereign states like there's intended to be. And say no to the government takeovers. Say no to the government land grabs. You know, this morning you talked about on your station that there's hundreds of of uh, oil permits out there just waiting to be used. But those are to do exploration, and it takes millions to do that. And with the uh, way they've handled things today, they're not going to take that risk because they're not even allowed to do what they've already got permits to actually do, but Biden shut them down to actually pull the oil out. They, they've sent them, uh, can't go to Anwa and can't go out in the, in the Gulf. They can't do any of that anymore. So we're sitting there suffering because of that. And he says, there is no magic switch that you can flick to get everything running back that way again. Well, that's pretty strange because he used a magic pen to shut it all down. He shut down the pipeline which would allow oil to be transferred cheaper and safer than doing it by trucks. I'm really offended that I bought a house and I agreed to, to what I was going to pay for the house. My taxes were based on that. And just because my neighbor sells his house for 500000 or whatever, they decide that my, my home is worth that and I need to pay it to stay in that house. The law should be this. If you purchase a house and you agreed upon the purchase price and your taxes based at that time on the purchase price, that's what it should stay until you sell a house or die and your family sells the house. But you should not be driven out of your house because of taxes that those who are in my age bracket, many have already been forced out of their houses. And I'm lucky because at my age, my health is good and I'm able to continue to work. 
and get past these things. But who knows, tomorrow there could be a hiccup in my life, and I wouldn't be able to do it either. And I wouldn't be able to afford it because of the extra taxes that were being put upon us, plus gas prices, food prices, no baby formula. I mean, all of this stuff. Come on, this is ridiculous, people. This president and his cohorts have done nothing but try to destroy America, and they're doing a dang good job of it. So, gosh, wake up, people. God bless America. God bless you, Kevin. Any questions for me, my friend? No, Patriot Ray, God bless. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. Tea Party Bob, good morning. You're on KIDO Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Mr. Miller. <clears throat> Interesting show this morning. Uh, a lot of controversial subjects. Um, I've been listening uh, to all the comments about the LGBTQ movement, and I think most people are willing to live and let live. Uh, the real problem is that this lifestyle is being continually thrown up in our faces uh, with the parades and the rainbow flags. Um, similar to the way they throw up in our faces the, uh, the gun rights and uh, the killings that have taken place. I think the real problem is that we're trying to spread this lifestyle to our, they're trying to spread the lifestyle to our children in our schoolrooms. And that is where most people say no more. Now, I find that over the past two decades, most Americans have become more and more tolerant of this movement. But they have reached a point uh, now where they are on TV showing drag queens parading with children down a runway. Uh, and that, to me, is not something most people are going to tolerate. This is where we are seeking pushback, and rightly so. If you are a true Christian, you have learned from the Bible teachings that this LGBTQ lifestyle is not acceptable in God's eyes. But as good Christians, we allow it to exist. According to the 2021 report on the Human Rights Campaign, at least 20 million adults in the United States could be gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans or transgender people, and the numbers are growing. Uh, since 2012, the population of LGBTQ has grown from 3.5% to 7.1% of the population in the U.S. Today, that is doubling, that's doubling in over 10 years, a little over 10 years. Now, this is still a very small segment of the U.S. population, and I don't understand why we give this group so much attention aside from the fact that they have been trying to bring this movement into our educational system. Uh, if they didn't make such a big deal about expressing themselves so publicly, I think most people would uh, be more tolerant towards them. <clears throat> I like to compare the gay movement to the gun rights movement where we find that every year it seems that the liberals who are so tolerant of the gay movement are not very tolerant of the gun rights movement. So we have seen the growth in gun ownership over the past 60 years. In uh, 1959, 60% of Americans said they only wanted law enforcement officers to carry guns. Yet in 2019, only 29% thought handguns should be banned. So. Truth be known, Americans admitted to owning 393 million guns, and the U.S. accounts for nearly half of guns owned by civilians worldwide. These numbers are likely to likely loathe the fear of legislation, often prevents respondents from being entirely honest about gun ownership. So what's more interesting is that four in ten gun owners are now women. That was not the case 10 years ago. This movement by the government to take our guns will, will fail. And I believe that it will swing back in favor of gun ownership 
when the Republican industry take the House and the Senate. The way people look at LGBT and guns are uh, in some ways similar as the people who own guns don't want their rights taken away, just like the LGBTQ don't want their rights taken away. It is the politicians who are the problem as they keep inserting themselves into these situations. What we have seen and continue to see is that while the LGBTQ community is growing, the number of Americans who own guns is also growing. We live in a free country with the right to carry guns and live pretty much the way we want to without government interference. If you want to march in a gay parade, that's fine with me. But don't say I can't march in a Second Amendment parade down the same street. And if you want to solve these problems, take the politicians out of the equation because we get the government we deserve. I thank you very much for my time, my friend. Thank you, Tea Party Bob. Liberal Steve joins us now on KIDO Talk Radio. Well, good morning, Kevin Miller. How the heck is everybody doing today there in Idaho? I hear you're talking a lot about uh, that uh, pastor, uh, Joey Jones. I mean, uh, he's got a congregation of 50, and he's been there since 2019. Boy, he must be working his butt off to get that many people in the door, huh? It's funny that tithe is keeping them up, but you know those Baptists, they they have money coming from all over. You know who who trained Joey? Joey was Joey was actually brought into the congregation in Sacramento where he where he was born and lived. Yeah. Yeah, the pastor that baptized him and brought him in and, and, and brought him in was Pastor Roger Jimenez. And and Mr. Jimenez was born in Venezuela. Is uh is this going yeah. anywhere? I'm just saying, everybody's talking about, you know. Well, you know, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, use your regular voice? Well, I listened to two hours of you this morning in my regular voice. Two hours. It was going in circle. So, and I start to say something, and you go, you're going anywhere? Come on. It started, Amy got the ball rolling. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate it. I mean, now we're actually talking about a subject that's real. This is real. There's pastors out there that think the same as this guy. One was Jim Jones, and he made them all drink the Kool-Aid. And can you say homosexual on your show, or do you got to go to Florida and say gay? Can you say homosexual? Yes. And can anyone out there define what is the definition what, what, of homosexual? Wait a minute. What are, you, what are you talking about? What's the difference between what homosexual and gay? Well, gay is just people. Happy they, they and, I, I, well, I, I, I hear they call it, they people call it the gay community. So why not say gay? Well, they're homosexual, right? Well, they're part of the gay community. Well, yeah, homosexual. Well, I, I you've said that how many times? What, what's your point? Well, I just want to say that it's a real word. It's in the dictionary. Why would we say? So why would we? We haven't said that it isn't. You heard pro life say it. Well, the dictionary says that homosexuals... To, to me, I, 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 I grew up and, you know, homosexuals were called gay. I don't think there's anything wrong That's with that, that being called that. gay. You're, uh, you I know, you're gay. Everybody. Whoever's gay. Everybody, everybody on your show calls in and they always start out, you know, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got a cousin that's homosexual. I got a friend that's homosexual. I know people that are homosexual. There's homosexuals in my family. 
I don't know, think anybody has said that today. They all say it. You you've said it. I've said you what? Know people that are homosexual. Yes. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Everybody say that they know somebody, but no. You talked about going in circles. That's what this. I mean, first you started nobody off with a weird voice. Now you're talking about gays and homosexuals. I don't know what your point is. What is your point? My point is, Mr. Miller, is that nobody calls and says, like, I'm homosexual. And then talk. Well, you heard it here first. KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio. Miller now. Sean Hannity this afternoon. KIDO Talk Radio. And blessed to be with you, Kevin Miller in the morning, KIDO Talk Radio. More from Liberal Steve after the calls I heard on your show that most of the day. You should pay me for that call. I don't know if I, what type of payment you would want, but uh, there you have it. Let's uh, quickly get to some more news of the day. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, did any FBI agents any FBI or agents confidential or informants confidential actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't, I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. So what you're listening to is Ted Cruz questioning the FBI's involvement in what happened on January 6th. And you've got the Democrats and the the House committee and everybody painting such a, a picture and the allegations that Donald Trump organized everything. And I have to admit, I'm sitting there watching this stuff, maybe because all we do is you know, you, we, we have a yin and a yang. And for a lot of people, like a lot of people that are into music radio, their yang to their yin is they listen to talk radio. Other people that uh, are into talk radio, they listen to music radio, whatever. But for me, I, I have been watching these hearings. And you, again, you don't have to be a lawyer to understand that it's one-sided. And that's what the prosecution is supposed to do. It's one-sided. One, one, one-sided. And so be it. However, one-sided or not, when you hear the details, the Proud Boys met with the Oath Keepers in a parking lot, you begin to wonder, where were the, the D.C. police Where were the FBI agents? You know, whether it's the Patriot Act, whether it's anything else, we're all being monitored. We're all being monitored on social media. 
And certainly if you're a member of uh, the, the Proud Boys or the Oath Keepers or the People's Rights or whomever, there's a certain list. And you could see the crowd was going to be big in Washington, D.C. So why isn't the House committee, is it the Oversight Committee that is looking into this, why aren't there separate hearings concerning the failure of state, local, and federal law enforcement to squash this thing? And when you have the Capitol being breached, which I agree the Capitol should be uh, should never be breached, where was the the FBI? I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January sixth? Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Yes or no? Sir, I can't. I can't answer that. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. Why can't the FBI just answer the question? Why can't the FBI say we did have operatives in the field and they failed us? Or we were caught with our pants down and got a spanking, similar to a Joe Biden tongue tying. Right? You know, I'm also proud to have signed an executive order on my first day in office to combat discrimination against LGBTQI, excuse me, plus Americans. We'll take your word for it. But how compelling is this clip from Ted Cruz and the FBI dodges it? And here you have Nancy Pelosi being asked whether or not she believes that abortion is murder. She goes to her faith to protect herself on KIDO Talk Radio. Um, Excuse me, I'm sorry, could you start a liver? St. John Paul II said in Evangelium Vitae that abortion is murder. And Pope Francis told the Pontifical Academy for Life that abortion is truly murder. Do you agree with Pope Francis and Pope John Paul II that abortion is murder? Uh, is, what I agree on is that whatever I believe or agree with the popes on is not necessarily what public policy should be in the United States as m- people make their own judgments, honor their own responsibilities, uh, and uh, uh, attend to the needs of their families. Next. Yes, yes, ma'am. Right, because you've had people saying it's open season on pro-life people. Madam Speaker, you are a member of a church. The head of the church is the Pope. The Pope 
has said that abortion is murder if you're a person in good faith and good standing of that particular church. Don't you have to abide by what he said? Well, I'm a very Catholic person. Apparently not. Apparently not. And here we are diligently waiting for the Supreme Court to make their decisions. The world is a powder keg. The country is a tinderbox. And when they finally release their decisions, we will hear what you have to say about it. Stay tuned, true believers. Beacon Plumbing brings you Fox News. God bless. A Town Square Media Station. Kevin Miller mornings. Sean Hannity afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio, 1075 FM, 580 AM, KIDO Nampa. The inflation debate. Elisa Brady, Fox News. A day after meeting with the president, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi echoing his insistence that, that the war in Ukraine is largely to blame for inflation, especially the surge in gas prices. It's largely the price at the pump is about supply. Supply is down. Cost is up. The, the war has contributed enormously to that. She says price gouging is also a factor, but the oil industry and many Republican lawmakers say the president's energy policies are stifling investment in production. These eye-popping numbers are the predictable results of Democrats' inflationary policies and specifically their war on affordable American energy. And Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell still argues that federal spending is a major driver of inflation. A day after the Fed's biggest rate hike in decades, the Dow is down 683 points, falling under 30,000 for the first time since January of last year. President Biden is set to sign a bipartisan effort designed to help bring down the price of goods shipped from overseas. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act puts new transparency rules on carriers and port operators and authorizes federal officials to investigate how much carriers are charging. Republicans and Democrats in the House and Senate crafted the bill to address allegations of high prices and unfair practices from major shipping companies, directly leading to higher prices for consumers. President Biden signs the legislation today. In a statement, he says ocean carriers increased prices by as much as 1,000 percent during the pandemic and often refused to take American exports back to Asia, costing U.S. farmers and ranchers. Fox is Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. The 18-year-old accused of killing 10 black people in a Buffalo supermarket, just making a brief initial court appearance on new federal hate crimes and weapons counts. He's already charged with terror and murder counts in New York State. America is listening to Fox News. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 174457. Licensed in all 50 states. <laughs> giving it your all on the court make sure you have the right partner by your side highlands leg cramps quick dissolve tablets america's number one leg cramp relief solution for over 10 years no water needed no stomach upset just fast effective relief also available in caplets highlands leg cramps to healthy competition and beyond available at walmart walgreens and cbs claims based on traditional homeopathic practice not accepted medical evidence not fda evaluated 
The baby formula plant that reopened earlier this month has stopped production again, this time because of the weather. As Abbott works to assess the flooding damage to its Sturgis, Michigan plant, FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf says the agency has people in that facility to help get production back on track. Speaking today before a Senate committee, he said prior to the severe weather blamed for the flooding, they had hoped to have a super supply of formula to get store shelves completely restocked. The estimate is um, uh, perhaps two weeks, but it's too early to give an exact estimate of what the delay will be in the Sturgis plant. The production pause comes less than two weeks after that plant, which also makes Similac and other formulas, reopened following the shutdown in February due to contamination issues. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. The Defense Production Act and Operation Fly formula importing baby formula have also been used to boost the U.S. supply. A California doctor who's a leading figure in the anti-vaccine movement is sentenced to two months in prison for her role in the Capitol riot. Dr. Simone Gold telling the judge she deeply regrets it. A big name in cosmetics is about to get a financial makeover. Revlon has filed for Chapter 11 reorganization. It expects to continue operations while it restructures the company. Revlon narrowly avoided bankruptcy two years ago as pandemic restrictions crushed demand for cosmetics. Now Revlon is dealing with more than $3 billion worth of debt, which has dragged down the business as it struggles to compete with newer celebrity-backed brands. Investor Ronald Perlman purchased the company in 1985. His daughter Deborah is its CEO. He's likely to lose control of Revlon. Fox's Ginny Cosola. Oil prices have been slipping, but for now, back over 115 a barrel. Gas prices down a fraction for another day. Still over $5 a gallon for regular unleaded and AAA's national average. And Lisa Brady, Fox News. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. Oh, you know what they say. They try to marginalize us. Conservatives are toxic. Kevin Miller. Really? Well, it's not conservatives that continue to try to tear down traditional, God-fearing American values. Weekday mornings, 5 AM to 10 AM. It's not conservatives that continue to undermine the underpinnings of the United States of America. Unlike the libs, the conservatives love America, and we must fight to protect it day in and day out. KIDO. Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM.